Blog Talk Radio. Kubrick is amazing, weed is amazing, you can do the healing, I'ma make it killing, ancient drug dealing, all to America, oh what a feeling, huh, line them up, jooks them, stick them up and whip them, bring it back, selector, might not never see me, God is so clever, rise in the morning, nigga, fresh every weather, elemental gesture, ice smoke purple in the rain, I shun away the pain, guilt disappeared, they killer will appear, dip a loosey little bro you would never fear, repercussions, concussions, shooting up the functions, haters just a slave, masters need you angry, listless and lazy, apathetic faggotry made these bitches lazy, until you really conscious, pro methods tasty, lean with me baby, rest with me sweetie, she whispered in my ears, her flesh is really needy, feed me, feed me, KTL you. red pills, blue pills, arts degree, decode skills, black dots, hip hop, Oba, Bobby, Valentine taught me everything, Delbit with a ray gun, I dare you to front son, and I'm a more, and I'm on tour, flying through the waters, nigga, where the fuck is y'all, you can ask whores, Set God scores, 9 p.m. Central, go feed your mental, Tuesdays and Fridays, the God make you special, the God make you special, yeah, 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 half the kids don't like you, shit that shot you, kiss don't kiss you, styles beat on you, touch me and die, nigga, put you in pie, <laughs> Tuesdays and Fridays, 9 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Central, yeah, ha, yeah, get it, Red House, nigga, Red House in this motherfucker, shout out to everybody that's motherfucker, super intelligent, nigga, extra special, extraordinary, you know, fuck that, you being in the motherfucking, fucking, weird, cultural, Emotional niggas, nigga. We making shit happen, nigga. We making shit happen, nigga. Where do you see us in the future, nigga? Film, media, technology, nigga. Bread, nigga. This bread, nigga. This motherfucking bread, nigga. Farms, nigga. You understand what I'm talking about, nigga? Yeah. Self-sufficient. Yeah. G-shit, nigga. Fuck you talking about. Your niggas still talking and arguing and all that old cornball shit, nigga. We about to get this bread, boy. Fuck you talking about feeding babies, little nigga. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Free all the motherfucking real political prisoners, man. Free all the real political prisoners. Shout out to everybody, man. Black and noble. Shout out to everybody. Blog talk, nigga. What? Peace, peace, peace to you and yours. This is Nobleless Radio. And you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. This is your host, Brother Blue. Okay. Very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. Welcome back to another episode of KTO Radio. All right. Our Tuesday night KTL Empowerment Series. Um, we in the building. Shout out to the family. Shout out to everybody that tuned in. Okay. Tonight we're bringing you a treat. Part two to Friday's episode, The Divine Feminine, 
Tonight is part two featuring our sister Keisha, okay, from the UAM. Sit back, sit tight, all right, as we get everything together with this studio. Okay. Give me one second. Uh huh. One second, fam. Give me one second. Peace. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yes, indeed. You are on the radio. Talk to the people. Oh, peace to the family. Peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is your co-host, Brother Red Pill, live and direct. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. We are in the building. All right. Yes, sir. I did all of the pleasant trees and, you know, explained to the family. We're here. We're in the building. Part two's episode from Friday's epic episode. Okay. Um, you know, but there's a lot that you can, yeah, there's a lot that you can jam pack into a day. So some days have transpired since we last spoke with the people, since we were last here. All right. Now we're here back again on a Tuesday. What's good with you? I'm just running through the six. No, I'm good, man. Everything is, you know, cool. The weather in New York has taken a dramatic change for the better. Yeah, I seen you with a, 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 you know, like a spring jacket on that yesterday. What was that about? Yeah, we, we, we're experiencing the uh, turn of events. You know, things are beginning to warm up, and uh, uh, I think we made it through. I think we paid our dues for that uh, for that 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 reckless winter. You know what I'm saying? That you you know that you I got away from. Yeah. Nah, that you got away from real quick, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, things are looking up. Spring is in the air. A lot of the seeds that brothers and sisters have been planting throughout the uh, hibernation winter season are going to begin to sprout, you know. Starting to so, break ground? You're seeing buds? I mean, I'm just starting to see the ground break. You know, the buds are coming up. That, that'll be later on this week and prior weeks and whatnot. But it's a good look. The, the energy in the town, I walked through the city today. You know, people are definitely uh, beginning to shed that uh, the fur that they grew over the winter. That yeah, winter gloom, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That winter gloom is beginning to melt from people. Those mountains of snow are beginning to melt. You know, nature yeah. is funny. Nature, I got it. Nature is like its own cleanup service. I was saying that just now on the way home because, you know, It'll get warm and then it'll start raining. You know, it's like you know, yeah, we're it's, gonna it's, do the it's, job for the for sanitation. It's self-sustaining. It, it'll wash it away. You know, I got a call earlier today from my Boston family. Shout out to my Bean Town, Bo family. You know what I'm saying? They they wanted to inform me yet that the sun finally broke through and it's starting to uh, chisel away some of them ice mountains that we left behind after that January 23rd appearance when we tore. Uh, another hole through the ozone created the uh, the winter apocalypse, the snow apocalypse up in um, 
yeah, <laughs> in, New England. Hard in New England. Yeah, they got they got body. You know what I'm saying? But I was telling my bedroom, I'm like, yo, you don't know who was in the crowd. That could have been the next Vance Erdema. That could have been the next Dr. Ben. That could have been the next John Henry Clark. You know what I'm saying? That could have been the next Phil. And, you know, there's only one. There will never be another. I don't mean to um, take light of our our great elders and their, and their legacy. I'm just saying that, great. you know, yeah, we, 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 we're also mindful that, you know what I'm the saying? Community yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, there are there are seeds amongst us of of geniuses and, and intelligence. You know what I'm saying? And when you share some of this information, the same day, same way that we were in the audience when information was shared with us, same way that some of these great teachers speak about when they were in the audience of their uh, uh, elder statesmen and their heroes, and, and they heard certain information, and it opened up mental portals for them, and allowed them to start pulling in all sort of creative energy, all sorts of inspiration, all sorts of, of, of insight, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, you know, all of those things led to them becoming, you know, the great ones, you know, arriving at that greater potential. So it's like we don't know if we open up somebody's mind in that audience that, you know, created some sort of, portal, tidal wave, black hole type of situation and, you know, started that person's trajectory towards great things. You know what I'm saying? There's no way of telling. I know I that... Say, um. Yeah, you know how I could tell that things like that happen? Because it's happened to me. You know? Uh, basically. I, yeah, so knowing that, I know that it is definitely possible you know, that the great ones start from somewhere. Dr. Ben was in, a, in someone's audience. Phil Valentine was in somebody's audience. And he speaks about that, uh, you know, so you don't have to um, speculate. Right. Speculate. You know, um, Bobby Hemmett was in someone's audience, C. Freeman Ells and other people. So we all start from somewhere. No man is an island, you know, these egotistical uh, new cats to come out here, you would think that they just yeah, was birth pushed in. They was pushed they out like pushed that. Pushed out of the womb, <sighs> and whatnot, and they don't pay homage, and they their egos or whatever it is that is um, driving their uh, bus, you know what I'm saying, their short bus, it doesn't allow them to pay homage to those who are greater, who came before them. They won't ah. acknowledge the shoulders that they stand on and they fool, they want to fool the people and make them think that they're greater than something that they're not. But when you come across people who are grounded and they're mature enough and they're, you know, um, honest enough with themselves, first and foremost, because you got to be honest with yourself, okay? You have to be honest with yourself. You have to reach a level of maturity where you're able to say, you know what? I'm standing on the great one's shoulders, man. I was totally, you know, I, I mean, I could I could tell you I was at the feet, like literally, no shoes on, barefoot, the feet of Dr. Sebi, eight years old, nine years old, soaking this information up. One day saying to myself, and, and I had no idea, I didn't know how I would be able to do it, to stand in front of a room the way that he was, commanding an audience, dropping knowledge, you know, and helping people and, you know, inspiring people. 
and make and, and showing people that there was another way other than the way that we were shown by other people. So, you know, I'm honored. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm honored to even talk about it. I wouldn't want to not talk about that, you know, because I want people to feel the, 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 the inspiration that I received from that great man. And that's something that you can't buy. That's something that nobody, you can't copy it. You know what I mean? Like, either you were there to witness that or you were not. You know, you know that 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 kind of, in some ways, will make people indifferent towards you because there's a level of you know jealousy, hate, and envy that has seeped into our people that has somewhat transformed and transfigured their whole character, where people will hold you to fault because of that. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're just gonna have to do that. You know, yeah, it's something that they gotta live with at the end of the day because you know. uh there's nothing that I could do about that. People got to go to sleep with themselves and wake up with themselves. You know, they have to talk to the voices inside of their heads, and that's just something that they got to live with. And eventually they'll grow out of that. You know, we all go through phases. There's levels to this. You know, everybody goes through phases. So at the end of the day, we have to be responsible for our phase. You know, you're only responsible for your path and your walk. You have to make sure... You find when you find errors in other people, that could be a mirror of something that you know that you're not going to participate in. You know, they actually help you because they show you what you're not supposed to be doing. You know, if you're Facts. a grown man, you're not supposed to be wearing a skirt. You know, Facts. you know, and many other, and not literally like not unless you're in Ireland. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless you're in Ireland, right. That's what that is. But salute to everybody out there who, you know, has been inspired by the teachers, who have been inspired by the scholars, who have been inspired by brothers and sisters who've been putting information out, not just in the quote unquote uh melanated African community. You know, right. I'm talking about information from everywhere because information is colorless, it's colorblind. Right. Color the information, you know, if you could soak it up and do something with it as an alchemist, if you could take base metal and turn it into gold, then you right. can take information that is coming from all corners of the planet and you can mold it and basically um, cater it to your to your demographics or your target audience. I did a lecture in Philadelphia this weekend. Yeah, talk about it. And um, shout out to everybody who came out. Shout out to my brother Satin Ra and his queen Sabrina. Shout out to um, everyone, the whole family that showed up. It was love. Um, shout out to Sister Ros Mariah Bay. Oh, Ros Mariah Bay came yeah. out. Ms. Raheem, yes, yes indeed. Oh, shout out to my brother Ms. Raheem. Ros Mariah Bay. You know, uh, to Multi Bay. You know, shout out to everybody, the Philly family, Black and Nobel, Tyson, um, Hakeem. You know, just Philadelphia. Yeah, I love y'all. Y'all definitely oh, yeah. your brotherly and sisterly love. You know, I look forward to making some um, powerful moves out there. We we did a powerful move on the KTL empowerment tip that I'm going to touch on in a minute. And um, in the lecture, I was able to speak about the, inf the influence and the inspiration that the uh, 
Moors of Antiquity, okay? Um, the different dynasties. When I say Moors family, you're going to start looking, you, you know, you have a vision in your head of brothers and sisters in the MSTA or, you know, maybe Drew Ali and things of that nature. You know, well, I'm speaking about, I'm using a broad term. I'm speaking about dynasties. I'm speaking about uh, the priesthood coming out of Kemet. I'm speaking about the Dogon, um, the Dahomey tribe. I'm speaking about the Dogon tribe. All of these brothers and sisters from different parts of Africa contributed and have an active role in what took place in the Iberian Peninsula through the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th century, 18th, 19th, 20th, and the 21st. They're still active, still popping. Shout out to Wesley Muhammad, J. Electronica, the Allah team, about to go and do a debate at Oxford University on Friday. Facts. That's what I'm talking about. And we showed, or I showed in the, in the, in the demonstration, the influence of those different tribes when knowledge was seen as currency, when knowledge was looked at, when knowledge and wisdom was appreciated the same way that these people nowadays who become money whores and, you know, very materialistic, you know, they can't see anything past that. They covet uh, something that really, you know, they covet a tool. You know, they covered something that's fiat, dead, no, you know, nothing behind it. You know, there was a day and time where we coveted knowledge and turned it into wisdom. We spun it into wisdom like we spin silk, and we coveted information. So I showed how the Europeans and their quest for wisdom went into the Grand Orient or the Dark Continent and other places to receive their information, okay, sat at the feet of brothers and sisters in the Sahara or the West African regions, or the North African regions, Marrakesh and Fez and things of that nature, soaked it up, you know, uh, translated it into their native tongue and was able to benefit and basically, you know, uh, elevate their civilization. They were able to uplift their fallen humanity by doing such. And then they formed what we know now as today's as fraternal orders. Brothers and sisters get spooked out. They they form what we know today as Ivy League colleges, where these fraternities that these you know that would never let a nigga in, you know, like this uproar that we seeing online, whatnot, with the Oklahoma State fraternity. You know, they form their fraternities. They for they, the SAE fraternity. They form their fraternal right. orders. They form their quote unquote secret societies that people are so spooked out about, but. The demonstration was to show you that it comes from you, from the gate. Right. Your ancestors, brothers and sisters that you could easily look at in a lineup and identify with and be like, that's my people. How about that? That's who was the harbingers. That's who, who and you're a torchbearer of that. So it doesn't matter about what group you belong to what you call yourself, if you say that you in the conscious community or not, if you dealing if you fighting that right there, if you got that issue, you know, if you drink from the fountain of information and knowledge and wisdom and you standing on the shoulders of a Doctor Ben, shout out to that brother and his family and his legacy. And you standing on the legacies, not just the shoulders, but you standing on the legacies of the great ones who paved the way put their lives on the line. Some of them died penniless and broke, but you'll never be able to fault them for that. 
money hauls you. You know what I'm saying? Running around trying to judge people by what they have and what they don't have. And we, you know what I mean? In terms of their bank accounts and things like that, doing things that prostitutes do. You know, no. The wisdom and the knowledge is enough. You don't go into a college and stand in front of a professor and ask them what do they have in their bank accounts, or you don't judge the information that the professor gives out based on what kind of shoes they're wearing. That's something that hoes do, you know. That's really something that, you know, uh, moist men do, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's really something that people who are not comfortable with their sexuality would do. You don't look at men in a materialistic way. You look at men for the deeds that they do and what they bring forth. Warrior scholars and things of that nature. How dare you niggas? So, if you're standing on the shoulders of these great ones, I don't care about what region they come from, whether they come from Harlem, whether they come from Atlanta, like Bobby Hemmett and things of that nature, C. Freeman, all of the great ones that come out the South, whether they come from the Midwest, whether they come from London, whether they come from the West African regions, whether they come from the coast of Africa, it doesn't matter. We're global. We're everywhere, and you're never there. You understand what I'm saying? Whether they're in South America, Honduras, Dr. Sabi, a man who has hundreds of acres of land. But I don't hear nobody talking about hailing him up. I don't see nobody putting no money towards no land or even building on the land because he doesn't really need you to buy anything from him. He already has his land. He built villages on his land with his hand. Why doesn't nobody talk about that? Why doesn't nobody even shine a light on that man and his accomplishments? They can only talk about one person a century at a time, so they choose to talk about Dr. York. You know, Dr. York did some great things. Dr. York put some great things together. Where's his blueprint, and how can we follow it? He had to have a blueprint. Can we get that blueprint, and can can we improve upon that blueprint? But that land that we're all talking about, just because there's no pyramids over in Honduras, there's thermal waters. Dr. Savy built a house, a glass house, with his hands, all glass. He has right, a hill on the hill. On the hill. Yeah, he has a village that Lisa left, left out Lopez, bought acres of land, and she was developing. But nobody wants to talk about that. That's a mystery to the quote-unquote, not even just the community. Negroes, blacks, coloreds, everybody, just everyone, all of these organizations and groups. I don't hear nobody saying, yo, we're going to go over there and contribute you know, you don't even got to contribute no bread if you don't have any. If you don't have any, you know, get some. You have an organization. If you have more than 10 members in your organization, whatever happened to Susus? Whatever happened to coming together and get some, put some money in a pot? You don't know how to exponentially grow your money in a day and age where peer-to-peer economies, collaborative economies, the share economies of the multi-billion dollar industry that these so-called people that came out of caves is running with. You niggas are so enlightened, so deep, forward-thinking, and things of that nature. I just don't get it. It doesn't really add up at the end of the day. So what I'm saying is if we're standing on the shoulders of these great people, you know, why are we trying to defecate on these people? And why would the community allow that? Why would the people allow that to happen and just sit back and say nothing? I'm getting real soft these days, man. You know, it's becoming disgusting to me, but, you know, to each his own, because I'm going to do what I do, and I'm going to keep it moving, and I'm going to keep building, 
real recognize real, you know, squares. Y'all, y'all got to, there's a lane for them, you know, and they're going to stay right where they are. And that's, you know, because blood and oil don't mix. And 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 that's what it's going to be, you know. So everybody just needs to uh, get their mind right. We need to really just focus and um, get some things going. But going back to what I originally was stating, everything is taking place. And, and I, it sounds so, you know, it's like telling somebody who doesn't believe that they're cute or that they're pretty you know, trying to describe the the beauty that you see in them. Shit, if they don't believe it, if they don't see it in themselves, how 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 could you even convince them that it's there? So we here right. trying to tell our people about the beauty in their in their DNA from the inside out. Forget about your hairstyle or what color your eyes are or or your complexion and things of that nature. That's superficial, family. That's surface. We're talking about from the inside out. We're talking about from your DNA molecules, like how KT will break down from 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 the from the nucleus onward. We trying to from from the neutrino onward. Yeah, yeah. Like, we want to paint work. that picture and let your people show the people that you know this is what you're worth. All of the great things that have been invented and brought forth, these people had to come. And get it from you. You worship them, okay? And if you don't worship them, you have a fear of what it is that they have, and you think that it's greater than what you have to bring to the table. You understand? You think that they're greater than you. So that greatness that you think you can only receive if you sit on a lap, okay? And let them rub your head and, you know, uh, 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 brush the crumbs off of the table and allow you to put in your, your you put in the, the the you putting all of that in their hands. These people, you putting all of that. The, you know, the way that you eat, if you can eat and when you can eat at the table, basically like how brothers behind the bars have to be told when to eat, uh, go to the bathroom, and things of that nature. If you don't empower yourself as a civil as a, as a community, if we don't empower ourselves, you know, uh, economically and socially, then we basically just waiting for them to throw the crumbs at us. We waiting for them to tell us when we could jump, or when we could eat, or when we could sleep. And that's slavery, fam. We ain't about that. Do you know what I'm saying? We are not about that life. So. It's one thing to talk about it as well, and it's another thing to live it. And if we begin living it, we won't have these conversations because we'll be able to see it. And I don't see it. Not enough. But I've been traveling. I've been getting around. The conversation is very empowering. Uh, We started a susu when I went to Philadelphia. I can't really get into detail about it because, you know, it's between the collective. But we have an organization called KTL Empowerment. We give out our email at the end of every video that we've been doing. We might be up into the millions of views at this point collectively from the videos that we've done collaboratively with Sarnetta over the summer, Baba TV, and my brother Rich from Underground Railroad. We leave our email at the end of every video. You think people are – we get hit up. Shout out to everybody that has hit us up and, and sent us information and reached out to us, but not at the level where it's like, yo, we ready to make these moves. Let's get this bread come to our city and let's put some stuff together, not at that rate. So, you know, it just shows me that either the fam's not ready or they're looking elsewhere. 
And for those that are ready and those that are, you know, ready to make moves and want to make their moves, hit us up. You know, hit us up. I personally, from last year, you know, with the help of Michael Singleton and some other people, personally, with the with the multi-level marketing programs that we put forth, help put food on brothers and sisters' tables effortlessly. Just had to come on board and get on with a dollar seventy-five. Who could ask for anything more? But now the streets are higher because there's more work to be done. So now we're gonna turn it up. But the program, the SUSU program that was introduced, you know, it makes a lot of sense. It, it, it's a walk in the park. It's what I've been waiting for. We're going to introduce it to other cities and other brothers and sisters and groups because we, we can't just jump in all together at once. You know, want to keep it small, each group that we deal with. But, right. it's, yeah, it, it's what it is. You got anything to say? No, I'm listening. I'm Add inspired. On. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, let me do say I'm out here in the A. Um you know, a place that I feel is is very much misunderstood. You know what I'm saying? It, it falls victim to um, a lot of uh, cliche activity. You know what I'm saying? People refuse to see what the powers and the strength are. They just focus on the weakness. And it's like the same thing about New York. People just talk about debates. New York got 14 million people there. You know what I'm saying? Um. And, and that that area that you're talking about is is very small. It's it's one twenty fifth. It, it extends from you know one storefront to the other. Maybe you feel me? There's a lot of other things that are going on in the city, and, a, and people are not taking enough time to get familiar with the diversity. You know, mm-hmm. and, and we can never be just that monolithic that you think all people have to offer coming from New York and some debates. You know, shout out to the people that are into that. Yeah, that's and, your thing. Thing. and I ain't gonna not I, I will never not Yeah, that's a platform. For, that's a platform. That's what y'all do. That's yeah, respect respect thing. that lane. That's a lane. Respect, they respect that, lane. that lane. You know, now there's six yeah. other lanes on the highway, you know, they got cones in them because nobody wants to drive in that lane. Everybody's cramped up, you know. Or people are they got the other lanes crowded because they drive they driving by the other lane and staring you know what I'm saying like it's an accident and shit so they clogging these other lanes up focused on the lane they ain't even in if that ain't your thing you should have nothing to say about it because you should be so focused on your lane yeah this your energy and, and your attention is going into that so back to the A you know the A gets a bad rap and we know what people got to say about Atlanta when they reference Atlanta, but they don't tell you about the success stories out here. They don't tell you about the people with the warm spirits. You know what I'm saying? They don't tell you about the West end, but you don't see a lot of that fuckery that gets referenced. You feel me? Where it's majority melanated black love wall to wall out there. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't tell you about, I lived out there. So I already know Sunday soul vintage, you know what I'm saying? When the family, is is collectively together and, and, and eating and, you know, that beautiful establishment. You feel me? It, it, you know, it's a lot of things that require a reshifting of, of focus and energy. Um, Atlanta is a beautiful place. 
you know, is surrounded by beautiful nature. The geography of it is very beautiful. You know what I'm saying? There's a plentitude of energy and resources here to be utilized and galvanized. How, you know what I'm saying? You know, how, how, take it this far. I'll go as far as to say this. That's in New Harlem, bro. That's in New Harlem. You know, yeah. for what it's worth. For what it's worth. This is the heart of the South. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Um, the the from one end to the other, the extremities of it. You know what I'm saying? Because Harlem just don't represent one thing. Harlem has extremes. Consciousness on one end. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and some other shit on the other. Like everything and, else. Like everything else. And Atlanta is a is a bigger uh, you know um, example of that. You feel me? But everything is one. You know. There's no separation. So, you know, I'm soaking that up just outside, you know what I mean, seeing the people. I'm more martyr around the people, hearing the conversations, looking at people in their face, you know, reading the energy of the place, reading the energy of the people. Shout out to the families that I've running into while I'm out here who ran up on us and, and showed that KTL love. You know what I'm saying? I was real genuine demonstrations. Um, Yeah, but, you know, Atlanta's always had a special place in our heart because this is some place that, you know, we realize at a young age that you can actualize your dreams. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of magic on this 33rd parallel. Shout out to KT, the Arch Degree. Shout out to KB, the Ghetto Shaman. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mama Pill. Shout out to Genesis, um, you know, um, it's a lot of people out here. You know, I ain't going to run everybody's name off the list, you know, because some people is out here, you know, handling their business that don't necessarily uh, want to be shouted. So, you know, we'll, we'll let them remain, you know what I'm saying, in the shadow, doing the shadow work. You feel me? Indeed. But this is a beautiful place. It's a beautiful grid. Surrounded by beautiful people, you know what I'm saying? A lot of beautiful children. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I would say it's like, I ain't even going to say that. That's disrespectful. But, yeah, well, you know, focus on what you need to focus on because the shit that you see and the stuff that people be crying about, you know, what you see in front of your face is only a reflection of something that's going on in your own mind or, mm-hmm. you know, within your own world. So, you know what I'm saying? That's probably an indicator that you need to change your focus, you know, your inner focus. I'm having a a little issue with my computer. So please give me a minute, okay? If our guest is on the line, we will get with you momentarily and try to work some issues out over on my end, a little technical issue on this computer. Taking my computer to get service tomorrow as well, family. I'm glad that the family, you know, I'm sure that the family is glad to hear that so we can expedite some of these issues I've been having, you know, with our technology. And if there's anybody out there that has, you know, technology that they want to, you know, uh, offer or donate, like a Mac or something of that nature, 
you know, we definitely uh, would be uh, appreciative of that. You know. That yeah, shout out more my more. brother, um, Patata Hootie. Shout him out as well. We shot a little video clip on Sunday. I was just passing through through Edgewood. I ran into the family out there. They were shooting something. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother. I'm sure they're going to be dropping that clip. They chat like real soon. You know, there's life out here. It's, it's a different type of energy. You feel me? Yes, sir. And I'm suspecting anybody that'll walk away from the potential that's down here. Oh, shout out to Griff and Zaza. They down here. You know what I'm saying? They got an event coming up uh, late May, I believe, the 23rd with um, uh, Charizard. No, no, no. This is Francis Quest Wilson. Oh, you know what I mean, yeah. Elder's going to be in the building, you know. So shout out to them. They got it cooking. Shout out to Soul Messiah and Cy Rock. I believe she just dropped a project, too. She got a mixtape out. Black Moses. Yeah. Black Moses. Moses. You know, check that out on the internet, That's family. Fire. Download That's that. Right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to um, Tassili. You know what I'm saying? I had to go over there and get some care. Shout out to the sister. She's in the building. Um, you know, it's a lot of things. And, and I have plans on cultivating some of these things and bringing them to the forefront. You know, getting in where I fit in. So, yeah. Yes, indeed. Shout out to my Texas family, uh, Houston, for that matter. Houston. I should, yeah. yeah, I should be out there next week. So, um, yeah, Umar was out there, there last weekend crushing him. Yeah, if anybody is out there in Houston, Texas, shout out to Talik, uh, Michael Singleton, yeah. and all of the brothers and sisters out there in Texas doing their thing. Um, if anybody from the KTL family, KTL Empowerment, is out in um, Houston, Texas, hit us up on an inbox or KTL Empowerment at Gmail. I'm going to be building with some of the brothers. We're going to have some, um, you know, we got a think tank that we're putting together. Uh, we have uh, an event that's coming up in the summertime, so we're going to be making some moves. So if there's anybody in the Texas, Houston, Texas area who wants to holler, who wants to link up, just, um, you know, just hit me up, and uh, we'll make some time, and we'll make some things happen. Uh, yeah. Sister Keisha, if you are on the line, I'm in the call queue. If you're on okay. the line, do me a favor, Sister Keisha, and press uh, the number one, and uh, we'll be able to bring you in when we see your hand raised, all right? Yeah. Let me also say I'm out here doing some groundwork for my brother Diallo Zeku for the Summit of the Moors that will be coming to Atlanta in August, you know what I'm saying? So we're out here, you know, doing some of the rudimentary groundwork, putting some seeds in the soil, you know what I mean? So, you know, look forward to that if you're out here in the A. If you are in other parts of the country and you want to participate, of course, there's going to be there's going to be a lot more information that we disseminate leading up to that event. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the noise will get a little bit louder. So just keep an ear out for us. Some of the yeah. malls, yeah. It's coming Diallo, to the ATL in August. Big they need that. They yes, they, they do. They need that. Yeah. They definitely need that. They need some, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that offline, but got big plans for Atlanta. 
or Atlantis, affectionately known. Atlantis. You know. Yeah, you want to try to um, highlight the system on the three-way? Well, let me let me do this real quick. Let me uh, shoot her a text. All right, that'll work. Yeah, and you know, for my artists out there, I'm in the lab. Bino, I'm cooking. I know we keep talking about this mixtape. I'm somewhat tired of hearing us talk about it. Me too. But yeah, it's coming. You know what I'm saying? There's this. It's work, just like everything else is work. And you know, I think I'm exercising the Virgo in me. As a perfectionist, I just don't want to put any old thing out. The soundscape continually, continuously seems to shift, but there's more and more product out there. So, the yeah, 44 track mixtape probably has turned into like a 70 something track. So, we got to sit there and scale it down, see what flows and fits into this, that, and the other. Probably gonna have to put a three part series out or something like that. And I'm, I'm also, you know, um, in seclusion, getting that. You know, uh, this webinar together for April 4th, you know what I'm saying? The third blood moon, I'm doing this Law 44 lecture. Rest in peace to, to Biggie Smalls, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's his death anniversary just passed yesterday. I seen you did a phenomenal clip out there in Best Style with the brother Rich, you know what I'm saying? Shout yeah. out to BK. Yeah, we had to go back you know? to Brooklyn. Yeah, my to go city, back to my Style. town. Yeah, you, you know, know across the street from LG. Salute. That was, yeah, that was that, epic. My I, I thought you was going to come back around the corner with 50 grand. I'm kind of tight at you. Like, huh? You know what? I know. I know. They gave me the, they, you see that you see they threw the pass and all that. It's like, he's around the corner, bro. Yeah. Huh? But, like, um, huh? yeah. Thanks to that restrictions. lead. Yeah. Yeah, some time restrictions presented that. But let's go ahead and get into the show. Um, Family, you could check that video out. Black Magic 363, Brother Rich's channel, Underground Railroad. We'll drop the link in the chat. Is the chat open? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't not having, I ain't got no, I don't have no, right, it's not open, it. yeah. All right, we're going to open the chat. Let's bring our guests in. Let's start the show. All right. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and do the, uh, I'm going to do the episode info. The intro, and then we'll open up the line. Join us tonight on KTL as we continue one of the most important conversations presently taking place. We will be joined by Sister Keisha from the UAM. Join the conversation as we get her unique perspective on the divine feminine and what are some of the biggest threats to that divine institution in these days and times. Last Friday's episode, part one, featuring Sherazad Ali, was epic, and tonight will be just as enjoyable as we prep for this weekend's upcoming annual Women's Herstory Month celebration this Sunday in Harlem at the National Black Theater. Tune in for the tune-up. Classes in session. And without Cheer. any further ado, family, I would like to present to you a caller from the 917-582. Peace and welcome to Notre Ledge Radio. How you brothers doing? Peace. Doing All is well. Now. All is well, sister. How are you? Indeed. I'm doing wonderful, trying to nurse myself to health so I can get ready for this weekend because okay. uh, this is an important event 
So uh, yes, it is. Other than that, I'm doing well. Absolutely, indeed. indeed. Um, I was just building with my brother earlier uh, about the change and weather that's taking place in New York City. You know, um, as melanated people, as tropical people, who we originally are in our DNA. You know, we know what the winter does to us. Yeah. But as native New Yorkers who endure four seasons, and I feel like that's the makeup of our DNA, that's what makes us who we are as perseverers. And, you know, it gives us that thick skin that New Yorkers are known for having. You know, I also recognize the fact that we made it through one of the most challenging winters in a very long time, you know. And when I see you, you are definitely an embodiment of that, power of that power you know that 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 new york city you know uh you know you're, you're like a warrior in a sense you know what i'm saying you, you stand up for the sisters you're on the front lines whenever i see you you're always standing stand, strong. stand up for the family yeah exactly you know what i'm saying so can you mm-hmm. give the family a brief introduction and introduce them to sister keisha if they don't know already uh certainly um I thank you, brothers, for those warm accolades. Um, definitely a native New Yorker. Actually, my family goes back in New York to the 1600s, my father's side of the family wow. anyway. Um, at least that's it. as far, yeah, that's as far as back as we have been able to trace thus far um, with right. my father's side. Right here in what was called New Amsterdam, you know, is now New York. Um, right. So, um, uh, that history is rich here, but other than that, you know, I've been an activist since I was the age of 13, you know, back in the project, tenant patrol and, you know, patrols in schools and just always seeing a wrong that needed to be corrected. You know, um, I've been with UAM for about 12 years now. Um, and amongst other organizations I belong to, quite a few. Right, but for the family, right, because we have a global audience, I want you to explain to the family what exactly is UAM. UAM is the United African Movement. It started in 1988 under the guise of some wonderful attorneys, Attorney Automatics, um, Lewis Clayton Jones, and... Um, uh, William Clayton Jones and uh, Joe Mack, um, what happened was the rape of Tawana Brawley sparked this organization yes. to form itself. And actually, UAM is still fighting that fight. Um, although the statute of limitations has run out on the rape, Sister Tawana Brawley is now into an indentured servitude, whereas the accused... Um, Actually, the perpetrator, one of the perpetrators, Stephen Pagonis, has now filed suit illegally in uh, Surrey, Virginia, against her to garnish her wages. And so wherever she works, she ends up having to pay him, even though a court in Dutchess County said that he raped and uh, kidnapped Kuana Brawley. But um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> coming from a powerful pam- family, you know, uh, Dutchess County is one of the richest counties in America. And um, yes. him being a district attorney at the time, 
along with other men who were in law enforcement, you know, it, it um they were able to cover it up, even killing one of the one of their own who was involved, Harry Crisp. So um, you know, this this fight is still going strong. Actually, no white man in the country has ever gone to prison for raping a black woman. And so when you deal with, as you brothers say, the divine feminine, you know, although our brothers, our dear brothers have always been the, the victims of white supremacy, but the sisters have always been the target. And whether we know it or not, our peop um, our enemy has studied us well, and um, and he yes. continues to study us. The problem is, this is a war situation, and our own humanity, as our great Professor James Smalls often says, is our biggest hindrance. You know, and we as females have always played a large part in that, not willingly or not knowing that this enemy can never change. And so we have to change our strategy in this war. You know, it in in my yes. estimate, it really isn't a now, war. Right. It's slaughter going on. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, that aspect of our humanity as it pertains to the melanated women. Um, and of course, somebody that's in the community, you know, and of course, somebody who has their heart inside of that community, their ear close to the ground and their eyes definitely, you know, um, you know, penetrating behind the walls of what goes on in our community. You know, I see mm-hmm. that, uh, because of a lot of media, you know, this particular media campaign, whether mm-hmm. it's some of these TV shows or some of these movies that have come out recently, you know, a lot of our sisters have somewhat of a, um, they've, they've, they've lessened their resolve in terms of protecting themselves, you know what I'm saying, around mm-hmm. their adversary. Their humanity has taken over, and they're really, you know what I'm saying, on the kumbaya type, you know, there's there's only, you know, one race of people and we should all get along. And they pretty much put their guards down, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. nobody talks about the um, ridiculous amount of missing sisters in this country. I think Zaza Ali quoted it at, um, you know, in, in hundreds of thousands, you know, annually. You feel me? Absolutely. You know, what, 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 yeah, so what is happening with sisters where they seem to feel so safe around you know, the savagery that we're surrounded by, you know, they seem to have been put into a spell where they're, you know, somewhat nodding off in the middle of a battle. Well, that's the nature of the beast, to always get you to subdue, to um, let your guard down. And um, what has happened is that it's like when you, I would say, sort of like a Stockholm Syndrome. We've become in love with our abusers. It's been done mm. so much that, you know, you, 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 you take it. You know, it becomes normalized to you. And at the same time, you suffer, it, suffer in your victim, you take it out on your closest person. And so what a lot of sisters have done is that we've closed the door to our children 
and especially our men, you know, there is no um, no uh, desire to sit on a throne with a king and rule anymore. There is um, mm. this falsehood of what a relationship is, you know, a relationship, whether it be a man and woman or a woman and child, it is a business relationship. Everything must be strategic. And um, we have lost that ability, but I'm happy to say that a lot of us are beginning to wake up to what is happening. Um, I'll just say me personally, I've been blessed to uh, be a member of a family that has always held everything as a mirror up to me. And so I knew what was good and what was bad and what I should accept and what I shouldn't accept, what it is to be a fighter for your family and a nurturer and a supporter for your family. So I've been blessed, you know, even the brothers in my family, my brothers, my cousins, my uncles, you know, they have always stepped in and protected us, you know, so we always felt um, secure in doing what it is we needed to do. I just lost the aunt um, in the, excuse me, the middle of January and actually she and my uncle were married for 58 years. So, you know, mm. this type of thing, you know, seems to be abnormal to us. We were forced in this position, coming from an enslavement, where we were forced to be bred and to work and to contribute everything to the master. That cycle continues whether someone is holding a foot on our neck or not because it has become normalized. So now having children out of wedlock and, you know, uh, releasing your children to the world and not needing a man and pushing this man away from you and so on and so forth, this has become normalized to us. So now, you know, this type of behavior, no one sees it as being anything wrong. You know, know, from one in my family, you know, we just don't tolerate such foolishness. You know, my mother always said it's okay to make a mistake, but when you keep doing it over and over, that means you're a damn fool. And I'm not a part of any fools, you know what I'm saying? So she instilled that in us as children, my aunts and uncles, they instilled that. I remember, brothers, when I got married, before I got married, and I've been with my husband for 18 years, but before I got married, yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, thank you for that. But before I got married, you know, my father, he died while my mother was eight months pregnant with me. So um, my Mm, uncle stepped in big time. And um, when my husband said he wanted to get married, you know, my uncles took him in the back room. And they had a conversation with him. And believe me, my husband is nobody's punk. You know what I'm saying? But they took him in a back room as men and said, you know, this is what our nieces accept. You know, this is what she's used to. This is why Mm -hmm. we raised her. And this is what she accepts. And if you're going to be a man in her life, you know, we expect you to live to to a certain criteria as far as my niece is concerned. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. they made that very clear to him. So, and they didn't let me in the room. And, you know, actually, I had to go outside of the house, you know, while they was talking to him. Right. But I understood that way. this is, 
right. This is tradition. This is the way my uncles are. You know, my aunts, you know, they pull me to the side and say, you know, this is what you must do as a wife. You understand? That it's going to be tough, that, you know, this is not an easy road. But look at the clear picture. This is a business relationship, number one. It goes beyond emotion. And when you see it beyond emotion as you ready to rule on this plane, you have to have a king that will sit side by side with you and make sure everything is clear in your path so that you can lead the path that God put you on. This is what my aunts told me. So I've always been steadfast in what it is that I wanted to do, whether it was with UAM, anywhere. You know, this is just the way that I live my life and. I'm not one to try to beat somebody's head and say, you know, you should do this and you should do that. I personally feel the way you live your life, others around you will accept that and want to be a part of that if it's genuine. If it's so exactly, is, and they're able to feel genuine, that energy. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And you become an so, influencer. Absolutely, brothers. Absolutely. But I'm very right. excited for R- Sunday. R- with the queen Indeed, mother, quick. you know, I'm honored. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's a, you know, I feel that that is an excellent stage for a sister like you to be on and an excellent mm-hmm. venue for you to be introduced into a larger audience and to a, you know, into and, and a more global audience so they can mm-hmm. hear your message and see what it is that you bring forth. You know, mm-hmm. you, the sister abundance child, and absolutely. Um, you know, whoever else, brother King Simon has put on the bill. Um, real mm-hmm. quick, family, the chat room is open. If you want to uh, converge in the chat room, the chat room is definitely open. Um, yeah, I got a lot of questions to ask. Uh, first and foremost, <laughs> let it go, brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Foremost, we were speaking about. Earlier on the show when we opened up, you know, we have our brother, Dr. Ben, who is, um, you know, as Dr. Leonard Jeffries put in his post on Facebook that I read, he's having a conversation with the Most High and, and his, mm-hmm. his creator at this point. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, the family is sending love and light and energy to the uh, elder, to the master teacher. And... Mm-hmm. um it just brought me to the point of, you know, sitting back and reflecting on the shoulders that we stand on as students. Mm-hmm. You know, those mm-hmm. of us of this new generation, we could be considered students. Um, I'm almost 40, you know. Um, I would never refer to myself as a master teacher. I feel that I have 20 more years to of work, not, you know, talking or actual deeds and actions you know, before mm-hmm. I could even be considered. And there are many of us who have sat in the lectures at the feet of the master teachers. We were lucky enough, as me and my brother, when we were younger, eight and nine years old, to sit at the feet of Dr. Sabi and sit at the feet of um, many other great teachers and then sit at the feet of Dr. Phil Valentine later um, um, at LIU in the early uh, 2000s and things like that, Hakeem Bay, mm-hmm. um, Delbert Blair, Bobby Hemet, you know, we were inspired, you know, and as a result of that inspiration that they gave us and the light and waking up 
um, that that light that lied with dormant within us, they mm-hmm. were able to save us from what the streets had to offer us. Okay, mm. we successfully made it out of that journey, and we found ourselves in this world, quote unquote, called consciousness, where mm-hmm. they, they know, right they offered an alternative. I wouldn't say that. They saved us. You can only save yourself. You can only save yourself. Right. But they mm-hmm. they 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 sparked a level of intrigue where we were at the age and the stage in our life where we were like, There's more. Let's go seek it instead of dealing with it on the peripheral. You know, let's stare it eye to eye, you know, let's let's square up with it and, and get involved. You know. Please Definitely. Continue. Definitely, yeah. you know, that's that's one of the things that you know, personally drew me to UAM. You know, UAM has been educating our people weekly since 1988, and actually that was the home of Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark and, you know, Dr. Amos Wilson and the like. So, you know, education is key, and it definitely changes your thought process. So I definitely hear what you're saying. You know, a lot of people do run around here calling themselves a teacher of this and a teacher of that, but, you know, they just getting their feet wet. You know, study is everlasting. You never know enough. And um, you, never, you, yeah. you, 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 you brothers don't. definitely hit the nail on the head with that one. Yes, indeed. And one thing that I do know is that I know nothing, and I'm comfortable with <laughs> that because it allows me to learn. It allows me to be open to receive information from multiple right. sources and from it allows me to look forward to tomorrow. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? That can be the day Absolutely. I finally learn something. That's <laughs> exciting. Absolutely. I want to know from you, Sister Keisha, from being, um, you know, immersed around such great people, and also being able to see because one one of the um, joys in my life, or my you know, one of the joys of my experience in consciousness is to see the transition or rather the transformation between the two different generations. So mm-hmm. I was able to see the lecture halls and I was able to see the um, the venues change from being mm-hmm. mostly elders. Like you said, you were at the Slave Theater, you were mm-hmm. present at the UAM meetings and things of that nature, Fast mm-hmm. forward to today, the audience or the people in the crowd are of a different age bracket. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, I, the joy that I had was I was able to see that standing in the streets of Harlem on 125th Street, selling my clothes throughout the years. You know, not not catching the eyes and the, and the likes of the young or the youth. They would walk right by us. You know, what I mean, they wouldn't mm-hmm. stop. But mm-hmm. gradually, week by week, month by month, with the work that uh, Sarnetta was doing out there, Dr. Jack Felder, Nova Felder, um, you know, all of the brothers who came out, uh, Brother Sutek, um, Soul Brothers um, Boutique, you know, the brothers who were out there doing what they do. And, and there's many other people out there who played an active part in both and I, I will I will say this, both cleaning up the streets of Harlem, because mm-hmm. I have to remind people that when I came in Harlem in 2005, it was an mm-hmm. open-air pornography market. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The, 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 mm-hmm. the bootleggers would have filth 
all over the floors. They would have all of the – you would have little children walking and looking down. And, and remember, they, they got it on the floor, so the, the shorter that you are, the more closer right. it is to you. And they'll have it next to the Dora. Yeah, they'll have it next to Dora and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. this is the time when they could go get the whole season of Square Ball, uh, <laughs> SpongeBob on DVD, but it's next to a porno. And then right. they don't have, you know, no scruples about separating the two. It's like, boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You and know. this was a time post the Giuliani move where they disrupted the um, the vendors and uh, shut down the mark. And, um, you know, it was kind of uh, hectic out there. And Mm -hmm. the rise of consciousness, you know, when you go through, when you walk from river to river now, what you see is about, I counted last summer, 30 different vendors. If they weren't selling books, they were selling DVDs, or they were selling something that was dealing with consciousness. When I Mm -hmm. came out in 05, it might have been four people, Mm. you know, so okay. the bootleggers are not out there anymore. The streets are clean. Mm-hmm. There's no more pornography for the children to look at. They're looking at red, red, black, and green flags. They're looking at lectures. They're looking at books. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they're they're inspired. You know, they're they're looking mm-hmm. at the pictures that the brothers and sisters put up. I want to know from you, what is the importance of consciousness or knowledge or you know, because people have different names for it. But I want to know uh-huh. from you, being in the streets seeing how it's helping people and how it has changed people, what would you say it's, you know, how would you value its importance? It's extremely important. I mean, um, UAM also has a freedom retreat for children, and we started that in 1994 in upstate New York, and this came after what happened with the Central Park 7. Um, Mm. Brother Maddox felt that our children just didn't know how to handle themselves when accosted by police and what to do when it's in that particular situation. So um, when I first volunteered to teach at the Freedom Retreat, being a mother, you know, I always take that skill with me. You know, we have to um, reach our children where they are and then raise them up to a level where they need to be. And um, that's very important that we teach our children from an early age who they are, who the enemy is, and how we must fight this enemy because it's a constant battle. It's 24-7. If you don't have the tools, which is an education of your existence, to fight this beast, you will continuously lose. And my first class with um, the Freedom Retreaters, I went up there for the girls' session, session. And I was supposed to have an hour-long class with the young ladies, and they were ages 10 to 17, uh, 16, sorry. And um, this class began turning, it turned into a conference. And from one hour, it went to five hours. The young ladies just did not Mm want to leave. And so I knew then that I had something special when it comes to reaching our babies. And you have to um, be current in your teaching. For example, if I'm teaching them about, um, let's say, Fannie Lou Hamer, for example, I have to connect the dots with Fannie Lou Hamer and Sister Soldier so that it's current Mm -hmm. with who they are now. Yes, right now I've been teaching our sisters about um, arming themselves. 
And um, I've had a lot of backlash in the beginning. You know, we don't need to deal with weapons and this, that, and the other. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, you, you have to know weaponry. And so what I did was I had taken some sisters to the range and, you know, and started teaching them slowly but surely, you know, how to use weapons and, you know, you know, you should always have that in your home anyway. Your home is, that's, that's the frown right there, you know. And these whole gun buyback programs, is that's just a bait and switch, you know, to disarm you for when stuff happens. And so, for example, if I was to teach a class tonight, I would use um, the Tony Robinson murder, which is current, right? I would yes. use that and Eric Garner and, and, and uh, Tanika Reed and so on and so forth, Shanique Proctor. I would use that as a platform. For example, let's use Ramali Grant. Now, here it is that this young brother was chased into his home, right, and murdered yes. in his bathroom. Now, I'm telling you, God forbid if someone chases my children in my home or chase my husband in my home, they better bring two body bags. It's just not going down that way. You never disarm yourself. That's just not that's that's right. We have to keep everything current so that our children can grasp it easier and hold on to it so that they know that this is something that's been reoccurring. Actually, April 1st, I'm doing a lecture in Brooklyn. The truth, uh, excuse me, 100 years of lynching continued. The truth about genocide of black people in America and what we must do to survive. And so, you know, a lot of people have read Ralph Ginsburg's book, 100 Years of Lynching. But there has been, from my data thus far, I've, I've um, pulled over 5,600 lynchings that has taken place mm. from 1960 to now. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start in the years 2000 up until now and then work my way backwards so that our audience can see that this stuff is still going on. Understand what I'm saying? So keep your teachers current. Use the tools that our great master teachers gave us. You never let that go. Always carry that with you. And um, you can't lose. You cannot lose in this battle because Actually, we don't have a choice but to win. You know, I, I've never been one to give up a fight, That's right. ever. So I have no intentions of doing that now. Indeed. So I hope Definitely. everybody's ready, um, you know, for Sunday. You know, it, 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 it's, it's going to go down because we really have to start with us as sisters. We are the catalyst to it all. You know, even I tell sisters, you know, you you want a decent man, you got to be an upright woman. You know, even even in a in a pimp hoe relationship, you know, the pimp knows that relationship is not going to work unless that hoe chooses him first. So Thanks. you have to be strategic even in that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have a lot of work to do, but it can be done, must be done for our survival. Indeed, indeed. indeed. I want to, being that you talked about that, we're going to get into Sunday's event because I want you to uh, build a little bit further on that in a minute. But Mm -hmm. I want to build with you about the current state of affairs when it comes to our sisters 
and the reality shows. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to know from from yeah, I want to know from you know your if as a teacher, as somebody who I feel like in this day and age that you have reincarnated in to be a teacher, <laughs> you choose to do so in one of the most challenging times as a teacher to teach black women, okay, because of the influx of what we see as media in my day and age when I was a youth. When I was younger, mm-hmm. when we were uh, and when we were teenagers in the early '90s. The mm-hmm. exposure to negativity was nowhere near the level that it is today. There mm-hmm. were some fights. You know, the girls would go out. You know, they had after-school fights. No one had any inclination to tape it. You know, um, mm-hmm. nobody would take it to the point where. You know, they were uh, the girls weren't they they weren't fighting in in such a way to kill each other. You know what I mean? Like there was some scratches mm-hmm. involved. You know, things like that. Maybe something popped out of the shirt or something. You know, mm-hmm. you know it was a schoolyard <laughs> fight. But what I'm yeah. seeing now on World Star and what I'm seeing on the internet is a culture. Okay, mm-hmm. I've never seen such savagery in the way of these sisters handling themselves and beating on each other. You know, I didn't even know they had hand skills like that. You know, Sharkeisha mm-hmm. and them. I mean, uh-huh. this is like straight up yeah. uh, 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 MMA fighting. And mm-hmm. when I look at Bad Girls Club, when I look at all of the seasons of, you know, um, Basketball Wives, you know, when I look at the fighting that takes place on Love and Hip Hop, I'm like, damn. Yeah, and they looking at my wives, right? Because it's a prerequisite mm-hmm. on all of those shows that there has to be some scrapping involved. And uh-huh. it involves with a small altercation, a small, you know, it'll be a a, a, a light argument, you know. Uh-huh. What you said about me, girl? What? Boop, boop, boop. And then it, it goes right into a of a physical altercation. And this is uh-huh. this is the precedence that has been set by these shows. Now, as mm-hmm. we know. Every year, as the shows progress, they get more degenerative. You know what I mean? So we started mm-hmm. out with, like, Flavor Love or what was one of the first reality shows? Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and it, and it, it has continuously degenerated and fallen lower and lower. My question to you, sister, is how difficult or how challenging is it to reach our young sister's who have lost, they've been desensitized, somewhat dehumanized in a sense when it comes to being ladylike and things of that nature. So now they only, you know, they want to fight, they want to scrap. This is a three-part question because we're going to talk about mm-hmm. sexual, their sexual nature in the, in the next question. But now okay. we're talking about the physical violence. Now we're talking about, you know, the uh, beating up uh, the bus driver, you know what I'm saying, girls jumping, uh, a dude stabbing them up and things like that. Like we're really seeing a shift when it comes to uh-huh. our sisters. So what is your approach to them and what's the level of difficulty? Well, the approach is that you have to use, first of all, you got to let them know that this is nothing but a military tactic against you. For example, they've always said that we were wild beasts, that we were violent people. 
And so when you portray this as supposed normalcy, if I should now kill you, then I'm within my right to kill you because you've always been a beast. Look at what you're showing me. At the same time, there are not enough um, mothers, I mean, not women, but mothers, teaching you how to be a lady, you know, what it is to be um, respectful, what it is, is you know, it's, it's, easy to, it's easy to get out there and scrap, but it's much more um, strategic to walk away. Strategic meaning not making you soft and walking away from it, but actually showing mm-hmm. your strength and the, um, the um, weakness of your opponent. You know, you know that in, in learning martial arts. So um, this type of behavior now, like you said, like with basketball wives and housewives or whoever, you know, and bad girls club and so on and so forth. You know, I watched them all with my daughter. I have a 19-year-old daughter. And yes. because I have been teaching her all her life, um, she's now watching it for a particular reason. She watches it so that she can now record what messages they're trying to convey to her and her generation. And we have conversations about this all the time. And so she see it as nothing but bestiality. You know, this this is mm. war, sisters. Right. This is war. And I get it. I get it. Because he knows that no one is going to love a wild beast. Everything. Mm. No one is going to love her. And so now she's not feeling that she can get love from anybody, most importantly a man, whether it's her father or her lover. She can't get love. And so she reacts to that paradigm. So what I do is I tell, you know, and I show sisters, you are loved. This is what you must do to get love. And I always tell the story of how I met my husband. Now, when you say you was a teenager, you know, in the 90s, you know, I was a young adult. I was in college at the time, partying and doing what I do. And um, when he walked into the club, I'm sipping on my yak, you know, and this is how I tell my young ladies. This, uh, this is a true story. I'm sitting on, sipping That's on right. my yak, and he walks into the club, and I'm like, yeah, I'm marrying that dude right there. And my best friend, she said, girl, you done had too much to drink. Now we done. You don't even know this cat. Don't worry about that. This is the man I'm going to marry. And so at that particular moment, taking the tools that my mother and my aunts had shown me, I began to make arrangements so I can be with this man. You know, we introduced each other and talked to each other. We exchanged numbers. And actually, I didn't even call him for two months. And when I finally called him, and I'm serious. It was another two months after that before we even went out on a date. And so everything was strategic. So he began to fall in love with the woman that he knows, not the lust that he saw in the club. You see what I'm saying? So I took it to another level. And then, you know, it it was a year before he even, year and a half before I even let let him meet anybody in my family. You know, and, and sisters, we always have the power. In this dynamic This is what I mean by being upright women I let them see the education in me More than the behind I have You see what I'm saying So Mm -hmm. if you do this 
you will attract decent men. And if there are no decent men out there, and they are straight men, oh, they're going to straighten up real quick. You know, I always say, if men, if, you know, a lot of sisters got this bad habit of saying men are dogs. Well, if men are dogs, then you a dog catcher because they not laying up by themselves. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Right. So if you change mm-hmm. the behavior, we are the teachers. We run this. Trust me when I tell you. In order to make a strong man, you have to be a stronger woman. You know, when my husband goes out here to make his money, you know, I make sure that that man's head is totally clear, that he leaves with a tender heart. So he comes back home, he's rushing to get back home. My husband don't hang out in clubs and bars and all that kind of foolishness. He can't wait to get home. That's a That's joy right. right there. That's a joy. It and for is. us to be together for 18 years and still kicking, still fresh like it's new, that's a powerful dynamic. So, you know, I teach mm-hmm. these things using my yes. own life. You know what I'm saying? I use my own life as an example. And then I use the life of my aunts, you know, who have upstanding men as husbands. You know, they they didn't, you know, didn't finish school and, you know, all this whole foolishness. But they had men who loved them. You know, my nephews. They love me, you know. I'm a great mm-hmm. aunt, you know, and, and, and that's a beautiful thing in itself. But, you know, you have to attract love. If you attract negative behavior and violence, that's just what you're going to get. But be right. clear that nobody should ever try to test that in you, ever. So you use these shows as a teaching platform. I never tell people you shouldn't be watching this and you know, watch it. But use it as a teaching mechanism. You see what I'm saying? They're teaching us a lot of right, things about black women. Definitely. Mm-hmm. They're teaching us a I lot of things about measurement black women. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. No, not at all. I, I apologize for interrupting you. What I was saying is I use it as a measuring tool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm able to use it as a point of reference to what I don't want in a certain type right. of room. Or what I'm not right. looking for. Or what 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 kind of room for improvement do these depictions leave? I, I look at it, I'm like, damn, if they did a show with some conscious sisters, that shit would be completely off the chain because they're leaving <laughs> so much room for improvement with the things that they do. We mm-hmm. would need the sisters sit at the table and collectively, you know, uh deal with their issues in a higher way because they're giving you, they're showing our people in their lower self, they're well-dressed in their lower self. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nice mm-hmm. nice bag, cute dress, you know, body is uh-huh. tight, you know what I'm saying? Shoes and whatnot, but the brain is completely Walmart. It's in its lower self. It's in a dollar Absolutely. bin. Now, if you were to take Absolutely. Sister, Absolutely. I like that one. If you were to take some, a group of sisters and you was to flip it and show them well-dressed, Body banging, you feel me? Good shoes, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. They they eating good because every time mm-hmm. you see these sisters eating, I've never seen them eating vegan food. I've never uh-huh. I've never seen them eating raw food. I've never uh-huh. seen them, you know, indulging in anything of a healthy uh, diet. So if you were mm-hmm. able to show that, then you were able to show them the contrast, flip side, the yeah. contrast, right? That, like 
You never see any brothers on the reality shows talking about opening up any kind of businesses that are truly empowering. I, yeah, you're doing a bar and a barbershop, but that was done mm-hmm. in the 70s, my G. Like, that, that's not challenging enough. That Not in, a, right. not in an era of, tech, of the technology boom. Not in an era of billion-dollar startups. You niggas are sitting around <laughs> talking about being promoters and y'all 50 years old and stuff like that. So if we were to right. show the flip side to that, it's not about who doesn't look at it. It's about who watches it and what it's going to uh-huh. do to them. Because it's mm-hmm. the same thing, like I say, if we could take if we could take brothers standing in the streets of New York City kicking it, and, and there's people that are opposed to that. Like, they have problems with that. And, and that just talks about where they're at with themselves. I'm not even going to get into that. Mm-hmm. But if we could take videos where brothers are doing the cipher, something that was here in Garvey's era. Like, I don't uh-huh. I don't get it. They was doing that in the 1900s. A brother introduced that, the soapbox, to Harlem in the 1920s. We are carrying mm-hmm. on tradition, the gods and the earths. The Nation of Islam, Malcolm was out there kicking it the same way that we kick it in Harlem. Right. So we're able to take conversations like that, no editing, no scripts, no 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 funny music, you know what I mean? No camera right. tricks. It's just raw. And that has uh-huh. impact around the world. Imagine what we could do with a reality show that was scripted and there's a path to follow because I've been on the set of a reality show. I know I've watched the producers, they don't like women. They're not even uh-huh. cut from that cloth. If you understand what I'm saying, they don't I they do. don't have the best interests of women in hand. They want to be women, but they don't love women. So uh-huh. they're not they don't love their people. And some of the people, the the majority of the people that are behind the scenes don't look like the people on camera. Right. So I already know what the agenda is, and I'm like, yo, we just got to take that and flip it. As out, we said that we was alchemists. Uh huh. We said that we was coming from the priesthood of Kevin and whatnot, and we we turned base metal into gold. So in these days and time, <laughs> the way that you do that is you, like you said, you speak the language of the people, uh, right. the Christ, Jesus the Christ, the the Christos. Um, uh, uh, even in the Hindu culture, when you talk about Shiva, all of these messengers and these great prophets and these people, these, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, the, these Christ-like figures, they were amongst the lower rung of society. They wasn't hanging right. out with it, with, with with the with the Scott, with the people who were in college and things of that. They nature. wasn't keeping up with the Kardashians. They wasn't keeping up with them. <laughs> they wasn't riding around with Chloe and them. They were in right. the hood. They were right. they were in the they was in the they was in the gutter, shining right. their light. Right, going into the darkness as a light being, but coming from the darkness. So when you go back into the darkness, they are familiar with you because you are you come from that. Right. You're in it, but you're not of it. And they're like, "Oh shit! Look at Jesus. He came back." But now you got to <laughs> glow to yourself. Now you're a different kind of your energy because you could change your environment just by going into the environment. That's how powerful powerful beings are. Right. So that's the same the, the same approach that you're describing. I salute you because that's the same approach that I take. And I tell people, mm-hmm. I got to watch it because I need to know what the hell is being fed to my people anyway. I need to know what the conversation <laughs> is about. I need to right. know who the hell Nene is because her name keeps coming up. I need to know who <laughs> Kenya Moore is because they're talking about right. her at the water cooler. I, I, who the hell is Stevie J? Like, I want to see right. what the hell is the buffoonery taking place. 
so I know how to address it and I can flip it. And right. then I ask intelligent questions. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, you know. Yeah, because they, they don't want to talk to you if you don't have that reference point. They don't want to talk if, to if, you. If you're outside, yeah. Like, oh, you don't even know who these people are? You ain't up on this program? But if you can <laughs> engage them and get right. and actually give them intellectual discourse from that place and point, like, look, uh-huh. case in point, I'm going to take, and then you just use an analogy that's dealing with something that they just seen and they couldn't see it the way you just explained it. Now they're interested in what you got to say. Right, right. Absolutely, brothers. And you know, that's that's why I've always been admirers of you two and Brother Sonetta and, you know, the like. I've just been, you know, in awe of what you all are doing because it's it's imperative that we do it around the globe. And now you in Atlanta, you know, we about to take over the globe and they just don't see it coming. But we, we in this to win. So keep doing it. Keep right. doing it. I love like it. Like you said, yeah, we, we have no choice but to win. Uh-huh. You know? That's right. This is a and chess game. It is. It is very much so. And one of the uh, analysis that I like to share with the family is the fact that, you know, we often talk about our um, million-year dominance or our multi-million year lineage. Everybody is, uh-huh. you know, very um, excited when they're able to show and prove that we've existed for millennials. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's still a it's still a debate as to how long we've been here. And right. I say to the family that, you know, so you mean to tell me study nature or if you study anything in time, if you believe in the pendulum swinging or if you believe in, you know, periods of rest or if you believe in dark ages or dark periods, you can't shine all of the time. I mean, the stars <laughs> even go, they, they even dimmer, you know what I mean? Even supernovas have to yeah, implode you, upon yeah, themselves. Even, right. yeah, the sun goes out. Again. Huh. Even the sun dies out. Right. So as being students of history, historians, can we not see – there have been times in our multiple, multiple lifetimes that we have fallen or mm-hmm. went to sleep or experienced a dark age. If if we study the procession of the equinoxes, is it not, does it not tell us that there have been ages and times where we were not on the top? But not just that. Is it not the fact that you have to climb back up to prove or to strengthen or to improve upon who you used to be, is that not a journey worth traveling? Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the things that Chairman Maddox always taught us was to study everything backwards. And so I always look Mm. at the mistakes and the errors first before I look at the victories. And if you do that, you know, you make this game so easy. It becomes so easy. You cannot lose. It does. So I'm glad you mentioned that. That's definitely key, and especially, you know, especially for us as women. We have to study everything backwards. How do we fall? How do we get to this place? And then when you figure that out, then how do we win before? Let's do it. Let's flip it now. You know, I always say this is a chess game, brothers, you know, and the queen must always be protected in chess. So um, right. you got to protect yourselves mm-hmm. and 
you know, look at, you know, what came before you. How did this rook move? How did that pawn move? How did that knight move on this chessboard? You know, what was it that got them so close to me to put me in this position? Always have to look at it that way. 100, I agree with you. Now, in this day and time, you know, especially in the position that you're in at the forefront, you know, and there's a lot of young sisters that are coming into quote-unquote consciousness, you Uh know, or might even come into your organization, hear some information, and they might not actually be card-carrying members of what we consider the quote-unquote conscious community. And, you know, a lot of focus, unfortunately, has been spent on what's not right about the melanated man right now. You know what I'm saying? A Uh lot of people is, is just putting a lot of energy into the fact that you know, more brothers might have sugar in their tank than before, you know, <laughs> but uh-huh. we're we not focusing enough on, okay, what about those that are viable candidates for relationship, you know what I'm saying, for, uh-huh. you know, the pairing of the sexes or what have you. You know, what's the state and the status of relationships in our community that you can identify, and what would you tell those young sisters that are coming into this organization, like, is there a quote unquote consciousness starter kit that should be given to people or consciousness one on one that some of these sisters need to know about how to deal with brothers in the community and maybe even vice versa? Well, um, like I said before, you know, I always use my life as an example. And uh, first right. of all, we cannot use what we see on the um television, um, that image of what a man should be what he should have, what should he drive if he can't do this for me. First of all, your male partner, and I'm speaking from a female perspective because I am female, your male partner should always be able to protect you, to covenant you, and take care of you. Now, what I mean by that, when I first met my husband, I made double his salary. Let's put it that way. And um yes. Did I put pressure on him to make more money? Absolutely not. I paid the majority of the bills at that particular time, and but I helped him to see his own potential. You know, he always was a man, always on the go, always trying to hustle to do better. And him having a peaceful mind and a strong sister who will hold him down until he get that position, now he makes three times of what I make, number one. Mm-hmm. And everything he does is for me and our children so that we are covenant and taken care of. And so I never stress, well, we didn't go out to dinner this week, and we need dates and all this kind of foolishness. You know, that is nothing but foolishness. That is a trick to get you to take all your money to somebody else. Trust me when I tell you, you love and comfort in your own home. And we laugh and we play. We have a good time. Just us in the house together. You know, that does my heart so much joy than to go out and give some other fool my money when I can get my kids up. You know, you rather live in an apartment that you paying twenty two hundred, uh, excuse me, 2000 or more in the city of New York, and you're not even thinking about buying a home. And so what we did was me, him, my daughter, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment. And we did what we had to do. We got them cakes up. We bought some property. Then we went on to something else. We went on to something else. 
So I'm saying don't get caught up in this illusion of greed, materialism, and falsehood of what a man is because when you begin to put a pressure on our brothers, first of all, they, you already know, brothers, what you must do in manhood, especially as far as we are concerned. You already know that. It's a part of your DNA. Dr. Amos Wilson taught you that. You know, you have to, number one, brothers, I have to say, don't take your ideal of manhood from your enemy. You are not mm. that. You are not a beast. That is not who you are. And so, sisters, the more we educate ourselves and we begin to educate the family, they will see everything clearly. You don't have to do all this rah, 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 rah. No, you don't. You just have to live in your own divinity. That's it. Everybody is humble to God. And if you live godly, he will be humble to you and take care of you. Period. The yeah. end. He will take care of your mind, your spirit. Your, he will take care of it all. I never, I can count, brothers, I can actually count on one hand how many arguments we had in 18 years. And they were some stupid stuff, too. Like, why you leave these socks over here? You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> It's nothing, I'm telling you, I've never had a dramatic moment. And when we first got, got together, he was a different type of man. He was a totally different type of man. But I yeah. guess being with me, he said, well, wait a minute. If this is what I really want, then I got to make some changes here. And this is a true story. He might kill me for telling y'all this. Actually, he's upstairs. He's resting. But um, he knows I always tell the truth. But. In the beginning of our relationship, I wasn't putting pressure on him that we have to be exclusive and that type of thing. You know, you do you, I do me. We see each other, we see each other, and, and yeah, I'll holler at you. But um, he had gone to a party, and I had come out from the club that night, and it's like 6.30 in the morning, and he calls me. I'm like, what the hell are you calling me for? And so when I picked up the phone, I hear all this commotion in the background. So I said, oh, mm -hmm. you still out wherever he was? And he says, no, nah, no, nah, I'm home. He said, but I used to sleep with this woman. There's another woman in the room. He said, I used to sleep with this woman. And he said, at this moment, at this very moment, I know I can't touch her, that I love you with all my heart, and I'm coming home. And it was the female in the background going crazy. So I went back to sleep right. like, whatever. An hour later, he was at my door. So I'm just saying, sisters, if you live in your own divinity, you raise these brothers up to where they need to be. You tired of these young cats out here with their pants, old cats too, with their pants hanging down, <laughs> they ain't about nothing. This is what I mean. If you are an upright woman, they have no other choice but to be upright. That's it's just change. like my children. They know, don't piss mommy off. You understand? Don't do no foolishness because I'm going to come at mm -hmm. you. You see what I'm saying? So whatever they yes. do outside, they know not to let mommy know about it. You see what I'm saying? It's just like you, brother. You know when you was coming up and you did something, oh, don't let mommy find this out. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. In your mother's own divinity, you knew that. You knew that. It's just like when you was doing something on the block and one of the elders walked past. You stopped what you was doing real quick. 
Now, when quick, they pass, you quick. might have continued, but in their presence, remember, you cleaned yeah. it up real quick. quick. So real I'm just quick. saying, I remember you couldn't even we gotta get Nah, you better not even say the word liar. We have to say storyteller. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, come on now. And right <laughs> now, we got to get back to that. So, you know, when you brothers say the divine feminine, that is a powerful statement. We got to get back to that. It's, it's really not that difficult. Because if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, sisters, that the world is ours if we just come together in our sisterhood, number one. And I always say once the sisters get it together, the jig is up for everybody. Foolishness, white supremacy, and the like, the jig is up for everybody once we get it up, get it together. And this is why the assault has always been on us. They use our brother, you know, as um, a catalyst to brutality and racism and whatnot. But we've always been the targets because if they can get our brothers out of the way, sisters, where will leave us? Where will mm-hmm. leave us? Right. Defenseless. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's chess. Like you said, it's, it's all chess. There's Absolutely. no other way around it. You take the king out first and then yes. you move on the queen. You yes. move on the queen. And if yes. you have the queen thinking that the king is not even, uh, doesn't even need to be on the board, it's open season on the queen because they will checkmate you because this is the game of life. People Absolutely. Are, and I feel that, you know, as parents, that should be one of our, you know, even if we have to um, employ or even if we have to go ahead and grab somebody from our community or even outside of our community and have them create a flashcard system or, you know, have it, have them um, create a system where it could be taught in homeschooling or in, 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 um, in the children's book when we read it, when we read to our uh, children. Animated. Yeah. Animated. Like uh-huh. that story has to be told on multiple levels so our sisters, when they're growing up, can see it. Like this uh-huh. is chess. There's no other way around it. Okay? Uh-huh. And they they they've not taken no prisoners, so uh-huh. no doubt. Absolutely, I definitely Absolutely. appreciate that. Absolutely. Appreciate and let me ask you a question: Do you do um, relationship counseling for the brothers and sisters out there? No, I've never done relationship counseling. You know, I've been asked on numerous occasions if I would be interested mm-hmm. in doing that. It's just that my schedule wouldn't permit it. So um, maybe in the future okay. that could be something that I would look into because it's very key. The family dynamic is very key in, uh, in this Back. war. And um, if we don't Indeed. lock that down, if we don't lock that down, you know, everything else, we continue to fail. We will continue to fail. Continue to fail. Yes. Continue you to are fail. so right. Well, but, yes, that's something I, I would take... look to do in the future. Okay, yeah, the, 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 when you were going in and you were talking about your personal experiences and, you know, your successful relationship, it was just only right that I asked that because I know the complexities that um, are, um, our people, our generation, both younger and older, are facing in the home, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And for those of us that are trying to build a happy home or we want to build a foundation you know, we look forward to positive examples and people who can make it plain for us. 
you know, uh-huh. we could look at and say, okay, all right, cool, because, the, you know, the rappers are not going to do it, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately. And the entertainers and, you know, the Instagram celebrities, they're not doing a good job of it, you know, and unfortunately that's where our people are looking. They're looking at the programmers to program them and the way that they're programming them, you know, the reality show stars, because they are now stars, the Kim Kardashians, the uh-huh. uh, Atlanta Housewives, um, uh-huh. you know, the Nicki Minaj's of the world, you know, some of their actions might show one thing, but then the words that they're saying, their lessons that they're teaching the family, because, you know, you got to be real, you got to be real deep to, 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 to see the, the intricate, the intricate, the intricate details of what it is that they're doing if you want to pull some positivity from it. But their uh-huh. overall messages are kind of like steering people in a way that's confusing. So, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Indeed. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. Oh, we, we definitely are. we we doing we this together. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a choice. Facts. You know what I mean? So I want to do this before... We get into um, the 11, because we do a meditation at 11-11. And uh-huh. by doing the meditation, what we do is we do a um, the um, a Om Padme Om to take the uh-huh. information that we've been receiving throughout the night. You know what I mean? Being that we're a collective on the, on the line and whatnot, and we know the power of collective thought, and we know the power of the uh, the mantra Om Padme Om. We do 11-11 where, you know, we take this information and we send it out, you know what I'm saying, in that time. Okay. But before we do that, I see that we have a lot of hands up in the call queue. And okay. um, I want to take that opportunity to get a few callers in before we go to uh, our meditation. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to go to the first caller for the night, and I believe that's our brethren, the man uh, King Simon. All right. King so, Simon. Um, King Simon in the building. <laughs> so call it from the three four seven four nine six. Our brother King Simon. Peace and wah, welcome wah, to wah, the I know what it is. You know, I I, I was growing up there as a slave kid and all that. So 
that's my opinion. When I seen Keith, you know, you know, at, at the UAM the first time, I was like, damn, this is becoming hard. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, we had it back then, but damn, you know, <laughs> coming in hard. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that she's on the the the, the on board with us, man. And um, Sahara Lee has picked her up, and and her and Abundance Child, and I'm I'm so proud that they, this women's first three months is going to be a very powerful, powerful event. People are calling from out of town, all over the place, uh, calling uh-huh. me and vendors. So I got to talk to you, Simon. I got a guest list. You know, people calling me for the tickets. I keep telling to call you. I keep telling to call you for the they coming through. They want them thirty dollar tickets. So, okay, well I got my, if they come in five or more, I give them a discount from the thirty. I'm gonna drop it down to twenty five. So if they come in five or more, I got them. The children up to seventeen are free. So let them in. Get them children. I talk in. to you tomorrow. I talk to you tomorrow. I got you. I got you. Okay. And I just want to remind the people that I am doing a discount of tickets if they're coming in five or more, not including children. Five adults or more. It's twenty five. I drop the tickets down to twenty five if you come in five or more. It's thirty dollars in advance if you come in single and twos and threes. But if you come in five or more, I drop it down twenty five. But you got to talk to me. Don't go to the the locations and get. Nah, they're not doing it. I'm doing it. You know, you got to talk to me. So call my number three four seven. Four nine six one zero two two. That's three four seven four nine six one zero two two. This Sunday we was on Gary Bird's show and Shahzad Ali was on open line this Sunday also. So yes. we turned up. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. We turned up. Even though yes, I turned man, <laughs> man, but but let me tell you something. The most important has been these blog talks because telling them know that. Even when we did Doctor Sidney back in 2009, it was a blog talk that helped me out. It was no open, no open That's line. Right. None of that didn't help me. They helped me. The underground. That's what right. I call it, underground radio. So I have to support and right. keep on giving to these brothers and Abundance Child and, and Uncle Rising Son and everybody that's been supporting, man. Just remember, we don't get the National Black Data and the Nation of Islam has officially become the security people that will be searching everybody that come in there. Woo! I am not. They call me. I've made it happen. That's it. We got to do that. That's just what it is because people still have a little problems with Sister Salazar and bringing unity amongst men and women. That's all she was talking about back then. Absolutely. 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 So we're we, we bringing it. So get there on time so you can go through your search. I want to be able to start the program on time. And these two sisters, Abundance Child and, and Akisha, are going to be on there lighting fire. Both of them got a half an hour to 45 minutes to work and do mm. it. I love and Abundance then, Child, too. I'm glad yeah, she's the yeah, official wait. chef because I want them kale wraps. Yeah, she got three uh-huh. coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I got a video drop squad. Keep his kitchen in black and no bell. Yes. In Philly, they sell the tickets in Delaware. They're doing a bus trip in. So we just going to work it. We're going to work this because she is from Philly. Sister Salazar Ali is from Philly. For, of course, we used to live there. And we and if you want to, you know, I'm telling y'all out there, I know I ain't got that much time, telling y'all out there, $40 day up after 2 o'clock. Before 2, it's $30, but after 2 o'clock, it's 40 But if you come in 5 or more deep, it is 25 a piece. We're giving the group rate for you and children, and she wants to get to the children up to 17 years of age. If I might go to 18, but I want to get to them. Yo, let me give you a quick story. Of what happened on the bus today, please? Let me see. Can I can I talk, brothers? Can I talk? Yeah, of let's course. get it. 
Remember, the, 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 the young people was was playing on the bus, no older than my children, that probably ten, I mean, like, like twelve or thirteen. But they dropped the food on the floor in front of the sister, and I had to step to them. That's what I, I, I said, brother. Do you have a father? And he said, yes. I said, do your father teach you respect? He said, yes. I said, then is that respectful that you drop that on the floor in front of that sister? He said, no. I said, then pick it up. And his brother, he didn't know what to do. And then his brother, his friend said, are you a Muslim, sir? I said, yes, sir. And he said, Assalamu alaikum. That melted my heart. Mm. The little young boy knew. He wasn't even dressed like a Muslim. But it melted my heart to understand right. that the impact that Islam, through the nation of Islam, or any other Islam, That's that right. can impact these young people in their lives in some form of fashion, that they need men yes, out there to stand yeah. up to them and tell them, yo, yes. stop acting a fool. I had to tell them, look, they want to kill y'all out there. I'm on the bus talking loud. I said, they want to kill y'all out here. Y'all, we need y'all for the future. And they all understand. All of them shook my hands before they left the bus and now understood. But we got to tell them. We can't up. be afraid. And not right, salute to you, going. brother. And Man, salute to all of us that do it, bro. We all got to do That's it. That's what I'm saying. You can't let them do that. And you, de- you, know? you demonstrated with the elders, and I'm not taking no shots at uh, the elders, but you demonstrated what the elders are not willing to do, okay? I can't tell you how many times, because I love public transportation. I was saying it today, that that's the lifeblood of my experiences. I draw energy from riding the trains. I don't care uh-huh. if, I, if, if, if if I hit the lotto and I was Bentley status, phantom st- I'm pulling over and I'm getting on them damn trains because I'm not Hollywood like that. You know what I mean? People All be right. trying to play games. I'm a All New Yorker right. to the heart. And I see, I see things go down. You know, people loud on the train, uh, uh, little, you know, sisters coming home from school being abrasive and the groups and brothers and sisters in their groups, teenagers, because we've all been teenagers once in our life. Nobody came out of the womb 50 years old, 80 and 60 and Benjamin all that. Button. Yeah, yeah, nobody, ain't no, I ain't meet no Benjamin <laughs> Button yet. I've seen some old-looking babies, but I'm stop. <laughs> and nobody, you know, you did what people are not willing to do, and it, it's something very simple, and I say something. Yeah. Like Sister Keisha was talking earlier about when Big Mama and them, not even Big Mama, but when I was 10 years old and 11 years old and we were on the block, if we if people were coming home from from work, we could have been eight buildings down. If I cursed and that shit traveled That's right. and somebody heard it, somebody's parents Uh-oh. heard it, Uh-oh. they would run up on me, fire mm-hmm. off on me, pop, pop. Take me upstairs and hold me down while 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 my stepmama will finish me off. You know what I'm saying? I know that's With the rest right. Of the I know that's right. That's right. <laughs> and that was a responsibility yep. of the neighborhood. This that's is right. this that's is you know pre pre crack era. You know, and even during that whole era before it really fell apart. And we have to go back to that. We have oh, to true, be responsible I mean, adults. We are adults for a reason. Okay, we made it this far for a reason, and if we turn our backs or turn our cheeks and ignore the youth, even when they're going through their teenager phases, because as teenagers, yeah, we've done things that are, you know, considered, you know, ignorant, or we've done things that have been considered ratchet and whatnot, but we knew that we had certain positions that we had to play, you know what I mean, because we had a level of respect. 
and we had a fear That's right. of retribution That's right. amongst people that were older than us because they were hold us to that stuff. So yeah. just like you did, you wasn't super ignorant. You wasn't trying to fight the, the young man. You nah, just you just I, stepped into it, your par, par, it, it, parental role. What's so funny? I had ISIS papers in my hand, really reading the original motherfucker, uh, reading that part. Mm-hmm. And I uh. said to myself, Nah! And, 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 and you know, Francis Fresswell's book just smacked me right in my face and said, Look, stop this! And the brother that was next to me said, He's saying this because he loves y'all. The brother said that, and I said, That's right. I love y'all so much that I'm willing to tell y'all to respect yourself and represent your family out here with dignity. That's how much right. I love you. Right. That's how much I love you. I, said, I told them I got nine children, and each one of them know me for doing certain things like that. Mm-hmm. I come to their school and embarrass them and have them do push-ups and apologize to the whole class. I know so that's I right. I down with them. That's <laughs> right. so just me. I just had to go to deal with my youngest, who was nine years old, in front of them. And when I broke down the numbers to the principal and the teachers and showed him how he can get along with this student that he had an argument with, everybody was like, whoa. And I said, they they stood up and shook each other's hand and gave each other a hug. I said, this is how y'all have to put these children together, let them understand who they are metaphysically and another way. That's what I told them in the school. With love. Yeah, you defeat them with love. Yo, I can see you as a principal in the school, King Simon. <laughs> he would be in the hallway, right, with that smile, welcoming all the children in. Like, oh, come on in. You a six, you an eight, today's your day. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. You probably got a plus, too. They, everybody else, they got to work. Talk. I know your daughter and your son might want to come. So, I mean, you're, you're not your son. Your daughter and your, your husband might want to come. So, you know, let me know what's up. Will do, baby. Will do. Yeah. But I, I'll give him a deal. There's five or more. I'll give him a deal. I ain't got no problem with that. Definitely, we, we, definitely. If y'all listening, we still on the uh, know the last radio. It looked like my brother fell off, but I can help the host it while we did. So you know, nah, I know yeah, I'm, I'm back. Okay, yeah, I had I had my phone dropped, but I forgot that I had red on the uh, okay. on the three way. So let me call him back here. Give me one second. Yeah, you, 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 you know got I this time, but I'll be right back. Yeah, hold it down. Okay, no problem. Okay. Yeah, hold it down. I'll yes. be right back. Definitely. I mean, we're going to go do this whole modern-day lynching thing. I'm going to drop some jewels. At one point, I'm going to ask the videographer to shut the cameras off because... That's right. um, we gonna, I'm gonna drop some nah. information yeah. that's gonna get us where we need to be, and I'm gonna hurt some feelings. I'm gonna hurt some feelings. Hey, you know, hey. it's right. necessary. It's necessary. It's a necessary, necessary butt whooping. You know, it's a you necessary know. butt whooping. I think, and that's the thing. I'm coming think, with pure I solutions. Think, yes, I think this phase of spring that we've all come out of, and those of us who have been in New York through this coldness. Through this cold winter, this this you know this this uh, you treacherous know, uh, yeah. hibern- this treacherous hibernation. I think we yes. all owe it to ourselves to tighten up our bootstraps, come together collectively, and have that conversation because that eight hundred pound gorilla is in the room. You feel yeah. me? And we need to come together. We need to tighten up. We need to have this conversation, and it's solution time, and it's time to move forward. Cause they at the gates, you know, and like I said, we all standing on some great people's shoulders, some very, Absolutely. very great people's shoulders. I salute yes. you, King Simon, yes, for everything that you've been doing by keeping the lecture community alive and vibrant, and putting it on your shoulders for all of these years. You yes, need to indeed. be saluted. You need to be protected. You need to be honored. The world needs to know that what you have done and what you are doing needs to be celebrated and never looked down upon. And those of us who are willing to swing that sword and stand up there, we're going to do that with a smile on our face. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. But we we need to change the course in a higher direction because of everything that's at stake right now and all of the children and all of the families and all of the people who have died, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and for my mother, you know, who put her life on the line and put herself out there for many years for my father, you know, for those of us who have parents who've been doing this and, and they passed it to us. So we standing on some powerful shoulders, you know, and I, and I'll be damned if I have anybody talk crazy about, what it is that we out here doing, sacrificing our families and our, and all kind of stuff to do this work. Nah, they don't they don't know what it takes, you know what I'm saying? And it feels like people are just feeding off of what it is that we out here doing all of these years 
and you know just running with it and then trying to throw rocks. So right. we're not yes. gonna let nothing like that happen. You know we are going to continue to elevate. New York is a beacon, you know, of this conscious movement. And we have to understand that the world is looking at us. So whenever the world is looking at you, they should be able to see something that they're proud of. Not saying that they're not, but, you know, like Apple just had a conference the other day. You know, they innovate and they coming up with some new stuff. So, uh-huh. you know, you just, you don't want to be on the iPhone 1.0 for 10 years. You want to be able to upgrade. <laughs> so, you know, they coming with the watch now. You know what I mean? Niggas was online for the phone last year. Now they're hitting you with the watch. So it's time yeah. to innovate and upgrade, and that's what we do as innovative people. You know, we always reinvent and recreate and uh, boost ourselves up. So let's get it going. Um, can I open up the line and bring in our other caller, King Simon? Yeah, do you think, bro? It's eleven oh five. You wanna? We could we could do one more caller. All right, let's go. All right, yeah. We're gonna call it from the two one five, the Philadelphia family. All right, for that for that 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 city of brotherly and sisterly love. Call it from the two one five six zero nine. Peace. Oh, peace, peace. That's me. Yes, it is. Peace, oh, peace. I- <laughs> Peace to everybody. Peace to the sister. Peace to the pills. To the king. You know all the kings and queens up there. I I didn't I didn't push one not on purpose. I'm in here twisting my dress just listening. But um, you know, uh, thank you for the sister for going in. You know, I was definitely feeling it. I wanted to text some people and, and tell them you know to tune in. Some sisters I know, but you know I kind of had my hands dirty with this aloe vera gel. Yeah, send them but, send um, them the archive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, they need that. Yes, yes. I mean, the the whole series y'all been doing on the divine feminine. I, I gotta, I gotta find a way to you know put that in the email and just send it out to a couple ladies I know and, and gentlemen too. But you know, I, I think the ladies would benefit from from someone other than you know the Nikki's and the, the Amber Roses and the Kim Kardashians, like some real sisters that's actually bringing something viable to the table. You know, because all of the all of the nonsense, you know, everything on fleek right now, but. You know, ain't nobody really talking about nothing. So, sleep. You know what I mean? We're going to put this this consciousness on fleek. How about that, you know? Absolutely. And like I said, those sisters are going to come around, you know, eventually, like all people do. Many of us were where they were at in our um, evolution. Everybody has to evolve. And we're living in the quickening, so it happens at a quick pace. So while we wait for them to evolve, we step up and do the work. We, we we bring our sisters who are ready and prepared to stand in front of their sisters and mothers and um, daughters and brothers and, 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 and fathers and husbands, and we do what we can do within our power and our reach with these media outlets and get them out there and get them in the room. Right. And, 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 and we let, yeah, we let, we let the people choose between a dirty glass of water and a clean That's glass right. of water. And then we let it right. do what it does because it has, it has, right. you know, it does what, you know, the, the information is more powerful than any one of us. It, it reaches places right. that you'll never be able to reach when you sleep right. at night. Your information is making moves and doing things and having uh, ciphers and building while you sleep. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Everything they fight, they on it, 365, they on this machine, That's 365. Right. 
That's right. That's mm-hmm. why every little bit count, my brother. Send those messages out to them brothers and sisters. Every little bit count. That's why my first book was No Promotion is Bad Promotion. Oh, that's can. right. Put it out. Yes, sir. And you're, re- you're re-releasing that, right? Yeah, I'm re-releasing it next month. Definitely re- next next month I'm re-releasing it next that's month. That's right. And yeah, shout out to uh, you know King Simon too. I, I definitely have been following your moves for quite some time. You know, I, I definitely would like to build with you when I get a chance to come out to New York. Um, to the pills, his music about to be on and popping, so I'm definitely going to talk to y'all offline about that. Let's and, go, um, King Simon. You know, okay. salute for what you what you did for the young brothers. You know, a lot a lot of us Thank need you. that. You know, I definitely needed it when I was young, but I told Thank myself you, and I turned out okay. You know, but I want to talk to you when I get a chance about some some business. So, so let me know, brother. I, I put my number out there. So you hit me up on Facebook or just call that number. I just put out 347-496-1022. I got this information at 14. It was the 5% that hit me in my face and said, yo, mm. get this knowledge. Wow. And I said, all right, let's do it. I, I got you. I, I'll be at you before closing this week. All right. Yeah, brother. Red, let's, let's set up this 11-11. Uh, this and we want to dedicate this 1111, of course, to Dr. Ben. All right, family? Yes. yes. Family, send Absolutely. our brother. Absolutely. Dr. Yes. Ben, our grandmaster teacher, all of the love and the light, you know, let's collectively come together. You will be pleasantly surprised at the power of collective meditations and the power that the collective has. We are all we have and we are all that we need at this time. So, you know, let's get into a dark place, you know, dim the lights, turn off your screens, you know, close your eyes and just envision vibrant colors, vibrant lights. Uh see your brother Dr. Ben's image and let's just send him yeah, smiling, light. you know, envelope him in, in that white light, you know what I'm saying? Bring him up. You feel me? Envision him with a very vibrant, colorful, bright, warm smile. Let's go. We'll be back four or five minutes. Oh, 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 oh,
I'm here, brother. All right. Peace. All right. Yes, indeed. I'm in the building. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get to these callers. Got some hands up in the building. So we're going to go ahead and um, go to the 111. All right. Caller from the 111. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Greetings. Greetings to you, too. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm listening Peace. to the show, and I, I want you to know that I really appreciate um, the meditation that you time that you set aside for Dr. Ben. He is so worthy of it. So I want to thank you for that, first of all. Indeed. Secondly, I want to say okay, hello thanks. to you all. Hello. My name Greetings. Is, hi. Peace. My name is Ocean, and I don't have very much to say, but I do have a, a meager comment. I, I wonder if you all could agree with me when I say that we have a conscious community that is allegedly growing in the black community. But do yes. we understand the difference between conscious and conscious conscientious? Because I believe if we encourage one another to work on becoming conscientious, in other words, conscious is knowing a thing, but conscientiousness is doing the right thing about what it is that you claim that you know. And I say that because oh. we as black folk, we need to have integrity and we need to start learning how to treat one another, how to go about doing things, how to carry ourselves when we are around each other, when we are in public, like the brother was saying on the bus, uh, when we go to meetings, when we go to mosques, wherever we go, this this transcends religion, what I'm talking about. And I'm saying this because I'm, I, I get so brokenhearted when I listen to some of the blog talk shows at the way our people carry on. And when I started listening to you, and when you said that we were going to meditate at 11.11, it softened my heart. And immediately I became a little bit lax because I know how powerful that meditation is. And I want you to know I'm not trying to, you know, match wits, you know, or, or put East Coast against West Coast, but you talked about how cold it is in New York. And and, and me and my ex-husband used to always say that the rappers from New York were more conscientious for some reason, and I said, you know what? I think it's the cold weather. They have to contemplate and think about a thing, so they so they write, hmm. you know, differently. I wanted to put that out there that we need to inspire each other to be more conscientious while we're trying to be conscious. Do you agree with me, yes, my brother? Absolutely, absolutely, I absolutely, one hundred percent. And um, I've also been advocating that there needs to be a merger. Because when we talk about conscious, you know, conscious has a um, a masculine energy to it, which represents, you know, 5% of our actual awareness, whereas the subconscious is a feminine principle that represents the other 95%. The merge of the two bring together to form the superconscious, you know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. the fact that... In the conscious community, there hasn't really been a platform or emphasis on hearing the woman. There hasn't been a, a a a conscientious move towards repairing that broken relationship. I think because we're only focused on 
the masculine aspect of things where we studied, you know, the, 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 the science of creation in the sleep state, you know what I'm saying, how you formulate a thing and bring it into form is in the subconscious realm, which is feminine, you know. So we need yes, to sir. have a merge of those platforms. So I think that, you know, and ultimately that's going to bring about what you're talking about, the conscientious aspect of things, because where you want to go and where you want to take it and where you're talking about and advocating, there's something that's missing from the conscious community that won't let it go there. And I just want to give a quick analogy. You know, it's like putting on new clothes without taking a shower. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Information sir. is yes, cool. Sir. It's, it's, it's making yes, people sir. look a certain way, but they're still funky from their past life. Right. And they have yes, brought a lot of these ethos into, you know, this, this new thing, this new engagement, but they're dealing with it like niggers. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Can, can I, and that's can I not allowing this? them to, to, to come into their new self. That's not allowing them to really break away from the pack and saying, you know what, I want to be loving. I want to deal with integrity. I want to have some moral fabric yes. about my thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, They're sir. still following yes, the flock. They want to play both sides because they got some information. But the information has yet to transform them. And like the sister said, how are you the shining example of that information? That information has to become you. You should be able to come around me and smell that information off coming off of my coming out of my pores and off my person. You know? Right. Not just right. can I uh, you know, in my you, back pocket and I can back it out. Yes. I wanna add this and I'm I'm, I'm I'm speaking to the brothers who are to the brothers who are listening. I want the brothers to know that. I want to use myself as an example. I don't want to throw any sisters under the bus. But I can be extremely aggressive um, because I've had to fend for my mom when her and my dad divorced. You know, just a lot of things that I've gone through in life. And when I am around brothers who are calm and kind and conscientious, it, it dissipates that. I don't I don't feel like I need to be on guard and check him. You know what I'm saying? So I want the brothers to know how yeah. sexy it is, how attractive it is when you're when you're calm and in control of yourself and when you have integrity. You don't even have to say much. We can smell it. It's just it's intent. And I'm saying that because I'm so tired of brothers yelling and and uh you know, just being overly aggressive as soon as they hear a woman open her mouth. And, and I noticed that the intelligent sisters get beat up on, you know. Mm. I don't know what that is, but I mm-hmm. just brothers to know it's so attractive. It, it's so, you know, I, 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 I love black men, and I like them jet black, but that's just me. But I don't care if a brother looks like 10 miles of bad road. If he has integrity and that calmness about him, he could get any woman. It's not difficult. So Go I ahead. just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that because I'm just so tired of how ugly we act with each other. And, I, and, I, and I'm listening to this brother and you guys are calm. Man, you guys are doing the thing. I just hope you inspire other brothers to be conscientious. And me and my good sister right here, we are going to try inspire other sisters to be more conscientious. Can we agree to that? Yes, indeed, sister. Go Absolutely. Ahead. 
There it goes, <laughs> I thank right y'all there. for your time. I thank you for your time. We thank you for your wisdom. We thank, we thank you. you for yes. saying what needed to be said and, and setting the precedent. So we appreciate you. Thank you. We And I also want to let our sister Keisha um, add on to that statement not, as well if she wanted to. Ain't add on to that. Go ahead, sister. Okay. Speaking <laughs> that truth, go ahead. But I, you know what? I think King Simon is going to be the catalyst to um, to merge um, black men and black women in this movement as far as that is concerned. I think that this Sunday will be the catalyst to keep this going. So, you know, I hope all of you out there will be there this Sunday. Um, come out in big numbers because this is a life-changing event, and you want to be at the forefront of history. You want to be able to say, you know, I was there, and I took a part in this, and this was the moment where I changed my life. So I hope you all are coming out on Sunday. But go ahead, sister. You go ahead. I ain't, ain't nothing else to add on to that. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, well, you. you guys, you guys take the credit because it's the minute that you come to this platform and you're listening. There's a calmness. There's uh-huh. a calmness. We need that in our community. This calmness that you guys have, we need that like we need air. All yes. this positioning uh-huh. and and arguing back and forth, it gets us nowhere. But you, but but I want to tell you what I recognize. This calmness that you guys have when the brothers said meditate, it instantly changed my countenance. Uh. So so understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying here. When 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 we get brothers like that, and and a lot of people say, well, that's Ocean. You know how she is. She is so aggressive and and so forth. But they don't know my secret and my mystery. When I get around brothers who are calm and pleasant. And that silent strength, I turn to a little girl. I don't I don't get all loud. So I'm saying, brothers, I know there's a lot of other sisters who are fiery like me with that Sekhmet spirit, and the same thing happens for them. You don't have to get on social media and loud talk your sisters and say ugly stuff so that they'll get right. If you uh. just be pleasant, you just be calm and strong. And, and, and I also want to add this. Um, to my brothers who are there. When I listen yeah. to how you guys talk to the good sister right here, it makes me feel good. You never got a chance to get on here to say anything. How you guys are treating her makes me feel better. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Yes, it does. So I just Indeed. I want to let you guys know, um, moreover, I see you. And I appreciate what you're doing, and just keep on all of you. And and I think that you know, what, what you're hearing is us enjoying ourselves. You know, we're having a conversation with somebody that we are truly, you know, pouring our love into because we we know what this sister represents. We know what she stands for, but more importantly, she's our sister just like you are. You know. And, and I hear um, it. I was having this I conversation earlier. Her. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I go to these events and, and, you know, as I've been traveling through the South and things of that nature, you know, my thing is like if the sisters and the babies can't feel safe about what we're doing or when we congregate or when we get together or when we're on blog talk, 
you know what I'm saying, or just, you know, being in our presence, whether it's physical or just hearing our name, then it's something that we're doing wrong because that's what it's about, you know what I'm saying? That's what's going to mend this thing back yes, together. Sir. You know, that feeling of comfort, that feeling of safeness. And like you said, it's a spirit, it's a constance, and, and it, it should be able to permeate and go about wherever we at. So wherever this sister sees yes, us, sir. you know what I'm saying, she knows that she's good, you know. Wherever she hears our name, she should know that she's good. Because that's the love that yes, we have to absolutely. get back to. Absolutely. Now that's beautiful. Yes, that's isn't beautiful. it, sister? Isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. I I, I want mm-hmm. this to permeate. You know what I'm saying? Leech on to to other brothers. And I know, you know, we offend. I, and I gotta watch how I do this because other brothers who are not yet yet there yet they get offended when they hear us mm-hmm. say, "Well, I want this to catch on to other brothers." Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So yeah. I, you know, we're walking on rice paper, guys. I need you to know that, brothers. When you, when you, you don't know how much you do when you tell another brother, you're not going to talk to sisters like that around me, man. We, you know, it's just not going to happen. You don't know how much you do when you do that. And the, and the sister can, she can uh, verify what I'm saying. When you do that, you cause homeless brothers in the hood to get fed. That's right. You cause brothers not mm. to get looked over, and and so it's it's important that you guys be seen and heard. Absolutely, it's very Absolutely. very important. Absolutely, I can't say it better myself. Go ahead, sister. Give thanks. Yes, so, indeed, give thanks. Okay, so you guys keep up the good work. Okay, and I'm I'm going to continue to listen. And to my sister, I hear you and I see you. And uh, just keep up the, the good work. And you guys keep being peaceful. Don't let anybody pull you off your square. Because it's so easy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you know, we're going to hold our vibration and maintain our wave. Okay, Ocean? Yes. Okay. You guys take care. I'm going to continue to listen. So you can go on and take somebody else. Don't let me take up too much time. All right. right. Thank you for those warm accolades. And as she said, you know, you brothers, you know, you do so much. That's why when I see you in the audience that night at that UAM forum, I just had to shout y'all out. I just know what you're doing. and I couldn't say it better myself. Ain't nothing to add on to that. Thank you. Thank you. Indeed. And it's an honor to be noticed, you know what I'm saying, by our sisters, first and foremost, you know, for the work that we do. Because, like Blue was saying, that's the, you know, we, we're trained, we were put forth by our mother to do this. You know what I'm saying? We were groomed and reared by our Umi to shine our light the way that she shined her light. So to be noticed by her contemporaries and the sisters out there for doing work. It's it, you know it's just a verification of what we're doing is the right path. Uh huh. So I give thanks. Yeah. No yeah. Yeah. But um, like we got a few hands, some more, some more hands shot up as we were on the call. So we're gonna go ahead and um open up, and see what the family has to say. Our next call is for the two six seven four seven four. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace. Peace. Uh, 
I uh, I've always seen uh, KTL. I'm a first time caller. I've listened to you guys a few times. It was a long time ago, but uh, I just uh, was browsing on Blog Talk, and uh, I was listening in. And I usually don't. I won't say anything until I speak your language. So until I realize I speak your language, I hear fallacy. You know, and I think that's just the way we all should come about at, at things. And if I can't speak your language, I, I can't speak it. So I'm going to start off with this piece to the divine feminine uh, in this universe and, and peace to the divine masculine in this universe. And without Indeed. the cohesion of those two polarities, there would be nothing created. So, Absolutely. And, you know, it, it, that's a divine truth that, you know, exists in this universe uh, any way you break it down. It's a fight to fight in a degree of peace. You know, there's ultimate peace and then is there's innovations of, of peace. So when, when you guys broke down and I started hearing some, some chants and some mantras, I said, okay, I, I'm enjoying this. This is a good time for me to let some stuff go and 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 reflect on 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 the the good Doctor Ben and and uh, what he 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 has uh, graced us with, you know. And it is a yes. a a pure purer form of the truth as he sees it, and it's only those of us who who can empathize that can understand anything from our master teachers and our master blog talk radio hosts and the masters that are walking down the street that you you have no idea. And when you talk about this conscious thing, it's a beautiful thing. That sister that, that just called in uh, Ocean, uh, Ocean yes. she yes. dropped it. And, and, and see, there's a thing that uh, about uh, uh, 12 or 13 years ago, we've had this conversation and uh, 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 being conscientious about your consciousness, it really is the separation of the repeaters that are walking around the so-called conscious. And that gives right way to these people walking around saying, F-conscious people, you know, conscious this, conscious that. No, a conscious person is a conscientious person. Uh-huh. You know, it just means that you know when you're conscious. When you're conscientious, you know what you're going to do with what you know. So, you know, it, that, mm, that's right. a step in itself. And I've had these conversations with, you know, about 12 years ago with, with some some people you you know, uh, uh, Ali, Dr. Ali Muhammad, um, I, well, I won't give this brother's name out, but I'll, I'll say um, J Electronica. You know, we actually sat for hours and built on this subject. And the divine feminine is, it can, first off, it cannot be destroyed. The divine feminine is out of phase and out of frequency in the bulk of its existence. So I, I can say that when 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 you have the male or the masculine and the feminine and the cohesive force, you, you can take on 
on mass, yeah, and that that shows itself in even the simplest of 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 uh, well, some people call hydrogen. You know, it's got a proton and it's got an electron, and these things are actually in contrast with each other, but they're using their forces to create a stasis of existence. Now, when these yes. things get together, you know, when these atoms or these different, you know, uh, 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 elements get together and they form, they only, they only, it, 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 the family thing is, is everything. It's just like the cell. We have to break these from the macro to the micro because the same truth, it runs up and down that, that slide. And I love the, the different frequencies, the brother King Solomon, you know, he sounds like somebody I know, but that, that frequency that runs up and down, you know, uh, 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 it, 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 it's like a harmony. It, it's just like the chant, you know, and, and, and the, the, the octave that that chant was in. It's all about frequency. And then women said, I heard the two sisters, I heard the sister say, I can smell it. I heard you say something about smelling. You know, smelling is, is just yes. receiving chemical frequencies. And these frequencies vibrate at a specific frequency, and they you can smell it. You can taste it. So you actually can receive that frequency as, you know, coffee, fresh coffee in the morning. So, 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 so these things are, are come together because they are charged. And, 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 and they organize themselves in specific ways to perform any function when they are in proper phase. It's just like uh, 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 salt crystals. It's like uh, inverted chessboard stacked on top of each other. You know, one, one black piece is next to a white piece on the top and the bottom and around all sides. Uh, 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 at 90 degrees You know they, they form this way And and, and a salt crystal In its single Molecular mole A single form Is still a salt crystal When it's aligned together In a uniform state And that larger state Is a different degree of peace But they're coexisting As a crystal by By thousands of atoms Neatly stacked together The black family has to do the same thing It has that one molecule Of salt uh, 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 Sodium chloride Has all of the information To form a big crystal Of salt It knows exactly where mm. it needs to go Its charge is in the right places And it locks on where it needs to lock on So if everything responds With attraction and repulsion And we're dealing With polarity you got the divine feminine, yeah. then you must have the divine masculine. And and what's what's being happened here in America that I can see, and a lot of brothers on the East Coast in the cold, like you said, can see that the divine feminine is being bloated. It's being bombarded with the wrong. <laughs> It's out of whack. So, so if the feminine, you, you know, if the feminine's out of whack, then the masculine's going to be out of whack because the feminine won't have the right charge to bond with the masculine properly and vice versa. And that's why we can't mm. really build a nation at the level that we're capable of because there's so much trash, so much propaganda. This, this, this information 
is also in itself a charge. It is used to manipulate mind. Mind is what charges, a charge to keep you have. You have a charge to drink water. You have a charge to laugh when you think that something is funny. So whether somebody propagandized your mind for that charge or you were born with it naturally, you still respond in this universe dealing with charge and polarity. Now, if you are feminine and I, I, I am bombarding you with a masculine, a pure masculine view of, of what feminine should be, or I'm slowly poisoning you with what feminine should be in propaganda, then it's the poison incests and it progresses through generation. So when I hear, you know, sisters say, you know, I seen her, that sister, you know, you know, she was walking around and in her her ass was hanging out and her boobs were everywhere. And, you know, I listen to that and I say, well, you know, you know, to me that's systematic. That's a sociological hang-up because these are the same people. So I want to go back to the motherland. Well, when you go back to the <laughs> motherland, there are no – they don't have on pants, you know, and uh-huh. nobody has hang-ups on my booty showing her booty, you know. Nobody has right. hang-ups on that, you know, and it's cool. <laughs> nobody has police because – if you're in a site, you're doing something you ain't got no business doing, everybody that see you doing something that you ain't got no business doing, deal with you right then and there. That goes with the That's body. Right. You, you cut yourself on your, on, your, on, your, on your wrist, you know, or on your knuckle. Your, your eye doesn't grow back there. So the cells have to know that, hey, I'm over here on the knuckle. The white side of your hand doesn't, doesn't, doesn't grow on your knuckle. The brown side grows on your knuckle, the right type of skin grows in. So even at the cellular level, you know you. We're being bombarded mm. with frequencies that are stopping us from being us, and not to mention the hemisphere that we're in, Tropic of Capricorn, at the top. We are deprived of the, the sun. We need that sun. So I heard y'all talking about melanin, so I know y'all can go in on that. But I know that's a lot of stuff I can go in on right now, and I know it's probably out of spark some callers. And I know they want to get in. I feel y'all. I feel y'all. You ain't got to tell me to shut up. I know how to turn it off. <laughs> nah. Nah, nah, brother. You going in. We appreciate your discourse, man. You know, we do this in class. You making all the sense. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, I'm yeah, happy you, you, you guys can understand me. Yeah, bro. Go ahead. You, you, you deserving of your balls, man. Earn your due, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because you, we were speaking earlier about, you know, things on a molecular level, and you just came with the science class. You know what I'm saying? You threw the whiteboard up, and, and you made it plain. Like, that's what we're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? That that there's 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 a confusion of the magnetic forces where that connection is not taking place. You know, that's what I was talking to the sister about. It's cool to say, you know, we want these things in our community. It's cool to say we need to get back to doing it, but what are we going to interject to bring it back into balance? Because we have right. to understand that there's a chemical imbalance. There's something that, you, you know, we're taking two magnets and putting them together and they're not, you know what I mean? That, so you it's said like, you rode the train? You said you rode the train, bro? Yes. Okay. He rode the train well, in New York. When I'm in Atlanta, I ride MARTA as well. I need to see the people. Yeah. All right. Now, now let me put it to you this way. The fact that you ride the train, now I'm going to talk about the train, and we're going to talk about 60 hertz. 
because 60 hertz is the uh, uh, on-off rate of elect- the way that it's uh, provided in the United States. Uh, 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 um, it's at 60 hertz. Now, <laughs> all right, so you're a scientist. You, you, you guys are scientists. You see a lot. Go- you said you see a lot going on on the train. Now, yes. when now as many people on this line, I live in Philly. There's some Philly people here. Now, I'll put it to you this way. You want to see how frequency Ooh. affects people? Everywhere there are train tracks, you will find prostitution. And I'm not talking about train tracks without a charge. The Amtrak ones, yes. The, the overhead wires have a charge. Uh, uh, like regular trolley cars that run on a track with the lines that run through the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a large magnetic field uh, around those tracks. Now that disrupts the normal. It, it disrupts your your sleep cycle. It, it you you can't even sleep in complete darkness because light is electromagnetism, uh, 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 and you're being bombarded with a certain frequency. Every place where you can find prostitutes, I bet you there's some high-powered lines nearby trolley lines, uh, Amtrak lines, because it throws people out of whack. Anywhere you find cell towers that are close in close proximity to people, you will notice that the people, the place is a little dirty. Nobody takes care of it. People are snapping. Things aren't right. People get See, this, this, this is the thing. What you guys are talking about is active warfare. The stages of killing us is over. They have to kill our minds and our natural divine being. And you, what you guys are doing is you are are breaking it down in great detail and giving it to people where they can free themselves. Now, I'm going to drop this one jewel since you guys are scientists, and I'm going to tell you, one thing, and I really shouldn't, but I will. You know how they say, run a car off of water? Yeah, uh, 15 years ago, I was all into that, and I said, I'm going to do it. So I got the uh, solar panels, and I got the, uh, 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 made my own electrolysis device, and I started, uh, I had right. a lawnmower engine. I pumped the hydrogen through the lawnmower engine. Then I started trying to work with the timing because the the hydrogen is much more volatile, so it explodes at a faster rate than regular gas would. So I started playing with the timing and everything. And that old head that I never thought would have anything to do with it told me to use water. I said, I'm already using water. He said, use it again. And then he left me alone. It was at uh, 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 some conference that we had, and uh, 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 I woke up the next morning. I made me some tea, and the kettle, the steam was flowing out of the kettle. I added steam to the oxygen-hydrogen feed to dull down the combustibility of the hydrogen. I tuned how much steam... I pumped in to the air inlet in order to bring the hydrogen combustibility to the same as gas. 
because it's a gasoline engine. It ran. Mm. I used it, and I stopped using it. I had to stop using it because, you know, I'm at war, and sometimes, you know, but all of the scientists, you, it can be done. It I need. I know. I know some scientists that need to talk to you right now, bro. They've been trying just, to figure I that just, thing out. Yes, <laughs> indeed. It's water. It's water. It's water. You you have to. And and then once you get it running, you can use the heat that it produces to to produce steam to automatically mix it in. Absolutely. You know, Doctor Gabriel Ebo teaches that. And, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Every time I tell people, I say, I say, I say, they they gonna think I'm one of those, you know, crazy conspiracy guys. But I, you know, once you see some work, it, it makes you laugh for a couple of years, and it makes you wonder. We are. It makes you say, we are still slaves. Pay the electric bill till we die. We gotta pay the gas bill till we die. We gotta pay somebody till we die, and we can never pay ourselves. And say, well, damn, the food I need to live grows out the earth. The dirt don't last for a damn thing. <laughs> Waterfall free from the skies, and I can make whatever I need to make. If I, why, why is the thing that I need to survive? has to be given to me by the fucking supermarket or some pipes that's running through the grounds in my house or electric wires running to my house. Why do I have to? Because if you don't pay these people, you will be out in the dark, in the cold, dirty, with nothing. You will die. Shelters that's are full right. for a reason. Because we don't know how to live on our own. I can respect a, 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 a bum that's on the street and refuses to go to a shelter because they know what it is to survive. You get your, you 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 lose your job. You, you oh my God, I'm gonna go crazy. You lose your job, you lose your kids, you lose everybody because your inner system is based on failure. So I know when you hear people and you know the truth and you've lived things and you know things and you experience things, you know the repeaters when you hear them because you know they they haven't sat down and at least thought about how far they can go with what they can do. I just moved into a, a new house. The neighborhood that I left, the people across the street, I redid their steps for $100. People uh, with the lady two doors down. I redid a whole roof and a whole porch for three hundred dollars. Then I went and did her roof because when I went inside the house, I I can look, I can stand on the first floor and see clean through the second floor, clean through the third floor roof, and they got plastic wow. and buckets. Wow. We, we we look at people like that. The majority of us look at people like that, and we we got our rims, like you said, sister. Earlier, I heard y'all say we got our rims. We got our Dolce & Gabbana. We got our two religions. You know what I'm saying? I got Payless boots on. You know why? That's Not right. because I can't afford Dolce & Gabbana or Gucci, because I don't give a damn about that. When That's somebody, right. When, when my neighbor, somebody in my community is standing in their house and water is dripping on their face, that defeats the purpose of survival. Food, water, clothes, shelter, you know, that whole blah, 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 you know. That defeats the purpose of the Bible. So when we act like cells in the body and start repairing right there where the damage is done, right there where you cut at, and repair it just the way it needs to repair, I'm right now I don't I don't have to I don't have to go out and look for a job because 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 people 
call me every day. Please, such and such. I need this, such and such and such and such. And I do it for them. And every week I got something coming in over here, something coming in over here, something coming in over here. And I, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not rich. As soon as it comes in, it goes right back out. But I know, I know that I'll never be broke. I'll never go hungry. And even brother, if all these you wealthy, brother. Yeah. You wealthy, oh, no. brother. Absolutely. Exactly. 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 And only a wealthy person yeah. can, can know that, recognize it, know it again, and spit that to me. So so we got a lot of work that needs to be done, and I'm happy you guys are on the forefront because what you're doing is you're waking people up, you're sparking them, you're getting them involved in something that's outside of this sociological prison. We got two prisons, the prisons of ourselves and the prisons of other people's minds, what other people think about us. That's the only reason why we buy Gucci. Don't nobody buy no Gucci and stay in the house. They find places to go to show their pocketbook, to show their new glasses and they come on. Let's just be real. Brother Red. Yeah. Yeah. Copy that brother's number, man. I gotta give him a holler. Yeah, we gotta build with you further, brother. Indeed. All right. Give thanks for your wisdom though. Give thanks for your light. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Give thanks. Salute, brother. Yeah, you you see all the good energy that you bring, sister Keisha? Yeah, Keisha, you don't open up. That we bring, brothers. We bring. This That's right. Let's bring. keep it scientific. Yeah, That's we bring. It. It's how we live it, right? Indeed. Uh huh. All right. Let's go to the four one zero. I don't know if we opened up this line for. Pardon me if I did. Four one zero five nine five. Peace. Peace, Lord. Great. Peace, Lord. Peace, you know. Peace, Lord. Peace to everybody. I just um would really be iterating what I put in the chat like crazy. I don't want to interfere, but I just want to record it. As, uh, everything that y'all doing tonight just con- concurs with the transit and chart like crazy. You know, from the time that the guests came on to what y'all was talking about in the beginning of the show, um, the details of which are, like, you know, precise to the time. I'm looking at the chart for New York. Y'all brought her on when the moon rose, and she came in spitting the whole astrological moon theme. I know she's not an astrologer, but at least she's not doing that, right, for, for the show. So she's speaking her natural self, bringing the energy that this guy illustrating. It's just crazy. So I'm looking in the chat, and um, I see we can record that. We can grab that text. And every entry yeah, you in the text is recorded. The time is recorded on there. So I'm really just doing that, and I'm reporting. I'm doing a Cosmo report. And... The, the words that the people are bringing that every single caller has brung is reflected mathematically in the energy. You know, I'll never stop tripping off of that. But uh, other than that, um, I feel her with the uh, recognition of we being at war and us finding a harmony to actually build through that because the whole theme of it, you know, the divine or uh, feminine, is not to ignore the divine masculine. It's to, it's to bring harmony, bring it in harmony with both of them together. And what I see in the celestial sky right now as we speak all over the world, for every astrologer and everybody that wants to know about astrology, the sun and the moon are in a trine right now. 
So that's like uh, uh, a, a trine is called a harmon- harmonious aspect. It's the best thing for investments, children, all kinds of stuff. And these things came out through the conversation. So <laughs> so I'm really just tripping off of that while I'm listening. And, and some of the things you said really, both of y'all, all of y'all, you know, other than reading that transit, really touched home, touched my heart, and made me consider aspects of my own personal expression, really. So, you know, there's, I see, you know, there's never a time where there's growth that can't occur. We like redwoods, man. We don't ever stop. That's right. Yeah. I hear that, brother. Yeah. My brother. I mean, that's my my cosmophysical interpretation. But, you know, and I don't want to take away from nothing that was said because y'all are reading the cosmic script right now. I swear to goodness. You know, and um, so that I don't want to interrupt that. Any more than I just have. Y'all called me on exactly when Saturn was rising. Crazy. I, you know, wow. that was all in the wow. chat, too. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. And I know y'all ain't even tripping off of this clock that I'm looking at. But it works perfectly for New York. Are both of y'all New York? All of y'all New York? Or it's just, you oh, know. No, I'm in the A right now. Okay. So, well, then, you know, that's going to change the ascendant where you are. But at any rate, is, is anyone here on this phone call in New York? Yes, I'm in New York. Yeah, okay. And the young lady yeah, I mean, who yeah. came on yeah. talking about the calm, dark-skinned brother, that's like when Saturn just came in the aspect with, you know, in in Rising, came in the first house. She she brought that energy, like, so perfectly and timely. You know, all of y'all are actually, I don't understand what Shakespeare said. He might have been black, too. You know, think about that. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was just too right with that. We are actors on the stage. Y'all are reading the Cosmos script. This show is actually a record of that. I'm going to document it for everybody who wants to see it on Facebook and other places that I find. You'll be notified as I do it. But this is truly a grand experiment. Please do, brother. I love the fact that yes, y'all indeed. are feeling. Y'all yeah. are bringing the universe. You understand? <laughs> so where's not the spirituality and the materiality and, you know, just the whole loving life of it all forming? Manifesting is crazy. You know, it's reason to celebrate. Oh, oh, one feminine. more thing before yeah. we go. One more. Only on March the 10th every year, pills. Y'all was born with the sun at 22 degrees Scorpio. So only on March the 10th every year it is rising at, at 11, 11 p.m. And on the opposite of March the 10th, I'll find that date for y'all later. It is setting. You understand? Ooh. Wow. And that happened at night. Wow. It's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow will be one degree off. The next day it will be two degrees off. Next day, So we're all the way around the year, you know. <laughs> so I thought that was crazy. And then when it happened, one of the pills was talking. So that automatically gave presence to the sun. You know, y'all started talking. It's crazy. But I put it in document it now. Wow. Any astrologer, any scientist that wants to measure this mathematically has been documented. It's right in the, the, the chat up there. You can grab the text. I swear to goodness. This is just too good to be true. You know, it's not the first time y'all did this either. But it's just so many times concurrent, I never grabbed the text. Today I am. And perhaps a few more times. I right. You understand? So, yeah, then I got an archive and experiment show the periodicity and the same, you know, crazy. Serious. <laughs> wow, thank so, you for that teaching. Family. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Family, uh, 347-637-2135 is the calling number. 637 637- Two one three five. You got ten seconds left. This show has been sponsored by KingsCounty.BigCartel.com and also MyPowerPieces.com. Uh, we appreciate your support in advance. We will be here Friday, nine p.m. Uh, to twelve p.m. Show. Check us out. Yes. 
for Friday's powerful show. Thank you, everybody, that joined us tonight. We're still going to be broadcasting after the 12 o'clock hour, but it'll be only through the Internet. I mean, only through the phone. So salute to everybody that joined us. And um, I'll see y'all on Sunday at the National Black Theater, brothers and sisters, to come make history with our sister Keisha, our sister Sharazad Ali, and our sister Abundance Child, our sister Dread Black. Sister Dread yes. Black, if you are on the line, press number one. I want to open up your line, but I don't see your hand in the uh, – we have a lot of callers, so you have to press one. All right? Okay, there she goes. Let's get into this caller. Caller for now. Peace, Sister Black. Am I on the air? Hey, sis. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Peace, how are y'all doing? Wonderful. Wonderful. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so looking forward to seeing all your beautiful faces on Sunday. I'm very excited about, you know, the whole show. Um, it's so necessary. I appreciate y'all brothers for putting on the show um, and being so dedicated to yes. giving people information and knowledge is so necessary and this is a time where people are actually waking up and tuning in and wanting to know. So, you know, y'all putting it out there, y'all making it available for the, the newcomers and the beginners as well as the old heads. So definitely appreciate y'all doing that. Give thanks. Well, thank thank you. you. Give thanks. I want to give thanks first and foremost to you for your display of art, being such a talented artist and, you know, adding to the wealth of the community, adding um, quality to our community. I remember seeing you perform, uh, I think it was about a year or two ago, and you bust out the violin, you know what I'm saying? And then you and then you, <laughs> were, you were singing, and you had bars, you know, you you, you, no. you just, you know, you showed me. I was, yeah, I was in California. <laughs> he called me up and told me about your display, like, yo, I definitely appreciate I look forward that. to seeing it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing it again this Sunday. Um, you know, a little bit of everything. I'll be playing again the violin, and I'll be spitting some bars for y'all. Uh, it's just, you know, something that's necessary for me, the expression, you know. So I appreciate that. That's your that. divine feminine. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> yeah, I mean. It has to come out sometimes. I, I can tend to be a little masculine at times as well, but, you know, it's all learning how to balance everything out. So yes. I'm really looking forward to this, you know, this gathering and how the, the, the feminine will be expressed during this, you know, all through the whole gathering. So I'm really looking forward to this. I've seen um, the sister on, um, Sister Ali on YouTube, and I'm like, Wow, you know, <laughs> she, you know, you're really speaking that truth, sister, and it's so necessary, and it's so beautifully articulated, and it's not, you know, some people can come off a little too strong and turn others away, but it's just truth, and it and it comes to you on a, a vibration where it just hits you, and you know it's real, and it doesn't seem too aggressive or too offensive, or, you know, I'm I have no problem with aggression. I can deal with it. I understand it, but uh, you know, different people are a little different. And I myself wanted to introduce a friend, and I know she would be a little more receptive hearing it from a style like yours. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. <laughs> yes, honey, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it on Sunday. So I just hope everybody's there. I want them to see your great talent and um, just come and. 
learn, enjoy, grow. Let's build. Let's Most make this definitely. happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, this, as the brother was speaking about the cosmos and the right position that we are in, Mm-hmm. This year, 2015, is going to be so key. Beginning in the summer, it's going to be so key that we come together and get work done because one of the things, brothers and sisters, that I do every day is I read the New York Law Journal and I read Crane's mm-hmm. Financial. And they tell you everything mm. that is coming and what has happened before. Now, these people are already putting in place policies and laws to put us back in chains, to put us back on plantations mm-hmm. in a big way. And um, they're, they're putting in place now where, you know, you have this um, hands up, don't shoot mm-hmm. that's going on. Now they have now declared that an act of aggression where they can now <laughs> arrest you for speaking such a this, thing. It's just getting it's so, so ridiculous to me. It's and you, to me, I kind of look at it from like a different angle. Like we see all of this going on and all of this uprising, and you know we know that their time is up. They know that their time is up. Yeah, it's just like they keep doing things to trigger us to actually ourselves. So it's like okay, uh, we're 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 poisoning your air. You're still not going to do anything. Okay, we're going to poison your water. We're going to poison your food. We're going to kill your sons. We're going to kill your daughters. Like, when are you going to, you know, do something about this? When are you going to take back yourselves? And I just really feel like it's necessary. I think things are coming together. I'm a person that, like, I have a lot of interest and I'm able to do a lot of things, but something is special about this year where it's like it's time for me to, you know, focus on a few areas that I really um, want to work with. And I recently uh, have become an electrical apprentice because I realized when things go down, and, you know, our people need to get together and do stuff. They have everybody, you know, I, I sell body products and everything, but everybody can't be doing things. That's why I, was, I appreciate the brother that was speaking earlier about, you know, um, doing different, being able to do different things for people when our people, when they need help, because it's like, yeah, if I, if my roof is leaking, you know, uh, black soap is not going to help her. I appreciate black soap, but we have to have other skills in place as well, things that yes. are practical. So, you know, we can do for ourselves. We're so dependent and so tied into the system that it's our, our dependency is killing us. We don't know what to do without it's it. It's abusive, yeah. Yes. And it's like yes. they, they can do things like this to us and kill us with impudence because we need them. We, we're afraid to do anything because we don't want – it's like some some people – I heard somebody say this, and I was, I was like, it was just so poignant that, you know, some people kind of have to remain slaves because they don't want to – they don't want to do what it takes to be independent. Independent means that you have to be able to do for yourself, think for yourself. And unfortunately, there are certain benefits for some people to staying a slave and staying asleep, and that's very sad to me. Absolutely, sis. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that we do, and King Simon does as well, is survival training, tactical training. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully this summer, too, I can get more sisters involved in that mm-hmm. because um, I started doing it with our Freedom Retreat. You know, one of the classes that we teach them is agricultural science. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it's very important, as you said, that we know how to survive outside of these mechanisms because this 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 system here is shutting down, and it's more fear than anything as far as really? they are concerned. Their numbers are going down. The U.S. Uh, financial market is going down. Its military power is at threat right now with Russia. And um, it, it, it's, it's a whole list of things where I say now is the time for us to strike and strike mm-hmm. with a very serious and poignant blow. So definitely everything you said, sis, 100. Right. I'm, I'm glad to see that people, you know, things are happening. You know, there was a time where we were just, you know, um, speaking about it. And that was necessary, but I, I see things being put in motion, and it's like, you know, it's divine timing. It's just the time to do it. And I just feel like um, to a certain extent there is probably going to be a divide, you know, that uh-huh. um, the people that see things the way that we see them and are willing to work and get something done and the people that don't. Like um, I was speaking to somebody a few days ago and I was talking to them about how I really feel like, you know, there's a lot of truth in the Bible, but you have to decipher it and all of this. And I was saying how I really don't, you know, we know that um, the the story of the Exodus, how it, it's not really document, it's not really history, you know. But uh-huh. I feel like that that story is really prophecy. That's, uh-huh. I feel like that's us and that's what's going to happen. We're finally going to get tired and we're going to want to remove ourselves and that's when the struggle will ensue at that point because you know, in order to be an oppressor, you have to have somebody to oppress. So right. when that happens, then whatever's going to happen is going to happen at that point. But I'm like, you know, I just see it all all around. Like my eyes are totally open to everything that's going on. And to me, the people that uh, don't see it, it's probably they're not ready to accept what they're seeing, you know. But at this point, there's no more friends traveling. That's how I feel. Anyway. <laughs> that's right, sis. That's right. Mm-hmm. A lot has been drawn in the sand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah, definitely drawn. That's why I just wanted to call y'all. Sister ain't no joke. Y'all better come out Sunday. She ain't playing. Y'all better come out Sunday. Definitely. I'll be doing an opening for you and the sisters. Um and let's get it. Let's get it popping. <laughs> let's yes, do it. Yes, get that yes. information out there. Bring people together. You know, and um, definitely, it's just it's just that time. But I just wanted to give a call in, give you all a shout out. You know, let everybody know. You know, come out Sunday. Come out Sunday because it's really going to be live. You know, so absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, sis. I will see you bright and early Sunday. And I will see you there, all of you. <laughs> I will talk to y'all soon. Love and light. All right, sis. Love and light. All right. Peace. Peace. And I look yeah. forward to that performance. Oh, for sure. All right. Oh, yeah. She's, she's um, nothing to play with. No, she's definitely nothing to play with. I was taking, I was blown away by her performance. And, um, you know, I, I just... I love I'm a I'm an artist so I love the creatives amongst us. I love our creativity and especially when we bring something new to the table. And she did something that um I've never seen, you know, like she she broke out the violin on them. You know what I mean? It was going she had bars. So 
she needs to be heard. She needs to be seen. She needs to be celebrated. When we operate right. as a true network and a community and the strength of us is realized and recognized, then we will be able to make her a, a, a successful artist, a multimillionaire, you know, because that's what we're supposed to be coming together to do at this point with the with the invention of, quote-unquote, social media, like the Sister Ocean was talking about earlier about the conscientious community versus the conscious community. And I don't like to draw too many parallels, but I, you know, I was – we were privy enough, and we were, um, and I'm sure you may be able to, re- you can relate as well, Sister Keisha, that we were um, I'm looking for the word, but we came into consciousness before the rise of Web 2.0, which was the age of social media, where people were uh-huh. able to receive information via the computer or via their personal computer or throughout you know, via the Internet, through a social platform. Uh, information Highway. Yeah, the Information Highway, the error that I held from, you had to go to the lecture and actually sit there for hours, take notes, uh-huh. do research. You know, you couldn't just hop in front of the teachers and, you know, talk crazy. You know, there were no, it, it, there was there was no cases of disrespect. That was like an anomaly. People weren't right. getting out there talking crazy you know, because right. you would be dealt with right. in, the, in the most rigid manner. And, right. you know, what we see taking place in the chat rooms of certain, you know, um, YouTube videos or what we see take place on Facebook or Twitter where people are being completely, like the sister was saying, you know, they are completely going against the the um, the mission statement or rather the tenets of what it is to be righteous or enlightened and things of that nature. I didn't experience that. We did not experience that when we entered into consciousness or when we entered into the community or when we entered into the schools of thought and knowledge and discipline many, many moons ago. Uh What social media has done, it disrupted many industries and it has disrupted many ways of life. And like they say, it's like doing, um, it's like when you're doing yoga the positions in yoga feel great. Once you master them, it's the transition that hurts. Okay? Uh-huh. So all periods of transition, you know, are somewhat challenging. They have, they, they hurt. They're, there's chaos involved. There's all kind of uneasiness. We're going through an era right now of transition. Like I said earlier, this is a new era in quote-unquote consciousness where the hip-hop community has got it. They got torched. The elders have passed the torch. Many of the elders have said, "You guys are going to drop. You're going to ride. The, you're going to drop this ship." So this is a transitional period. It's very new uh-huh. and very fresh, and we're working our kinks out. You know what I'm saying? And getting this thing together. But when we do get it together, and like I said, in order to get it together, there's a principle that is missing that we need. We need Mama back. You know what I'm saying? We need that we need that nurturing principle, but we also need that segment energy. You know? Right. You know, we need we need we need the council of elders, we need our oracles and things of that nature to give it give us the, the, the um you know, to sit there and kinda like you know, like when 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 a when a bunch of mothers are in the room, 
the Suns, right. they got to shape up. Right. I mean, this is just facts. Like, you're right. forced to shape up. You're not going to carry on. Ego takes a seat. Right. Because you could get spanked. That person will get removed, yeah. In front of everybody. Absolutely. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. And people don't want that. That that was always a level of public embarrassment that the most toughest gangster avoided. Absolutely. Because even the most hardcore gangster could get his pants pulled down and that belt, that switch would come out and tear his ass up in front of everybody. <laughs> yes. So uh-huh. I look forward to um, that energy returning. It's well, it's it's needed. I mean, I don't have to, I, I could spend three shows going in on why it's needed, you know, but I don't even think that I need to say it at this point. So um, right. we're going to do our part. We're going to continue to do our part. I encourage any sisters that are out there who have something to offer to the family and to the collective, and you're ready to get out there and, you know, share, shine your light and share with the family, well, you have a platform that will welcome you, okay, and will treat you the way that you're supposed to be treated, you know, and will lay out the purple carpet. So um, that's what that is. I'm going to get into one more caller, and then we're going to call it a night. Okay. Uh, caller Cheshirard. Right. Yes. Yeah. What's good, brother? How you doing? I'm Welcome good. to Know the Ledge. One question I want to ask, particularly both you, Red Pill and Blue Pill. Um, I noticed you um, did a short um, video link of Biggie's, um, I guess, death, death yesterday. Mm-hmm. And one question that came to mind, um, during the time when he was around for his transition, I was wondering what y'all brothers were doing at the time. Because, you know, y'all were from Brooklyn during them times during the 90s. I'm not from New York originally, so I'm not sure if y'all ever did see the brother or anything at the time when he was still around before he became famous or not famous. So, you know, that, that's, I'm not sure, but that's one of my questions they what what y'all guys were doing at that time. You said, what were, what were we doing? Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm big and small. Oh. Yeah. Well, when he died, you know, I said in the video that everybody remembers that day that they got that call or when they heard that he made transition. I was in Mod 6 <laughs> C74 <laughs> when I got that news. You know. Um, you don't know what that, that was, is. Yeah. That was Rikers Island. Okay, and, you know, that was a period of my youth where I was traveling down that path. Uh, Like I said in the video, uh, we were raised in Bed-Stuy, but we were raised in Flatbush as well. And we are, like, people look at uh, Jay-Z and they look at a Biggie Small, but they don't look at the thousands and the millions of people who were from those neighborhoods that carried the message or carried that wave into the clubs or out of town and things of that nature. They they made the soundtrack, but it was other people who carried out the actual uh, culture on their backs. You know, like Jay-Z didn't go to the clubs the way that Biggie did. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was dudes from Bed-Stuy, Crown Heights, Flatbush, Brownsville, you know, who linked up with dudes from Queensbridge, and every rapper had different boroughs or different areas that they represented. 
but it was the it was the the people from those boroughs and from those eras, the street legends and things of that nature. They were the ones who were carrying out the um the uh how can I say the actual the the directives of the directives whatever it is that they represented. So that's who at that time of our life we were part of that contingency. You know, we were living that life they was rhyming about. Yeah, you know, and, um, and like I said in the yeah. clip, I never sold drugs. That wasn't my forte. My mother successfully intervened when we were younger with the um she gave us a death threat, you know what I'm saying? She was like, you know, if I find out that you guys are indulging in any kind of illicit activity dealing with selling drugs to your people, you know I'm well connected and I'm gonna get you guys hit off. I'm gonna get you hit, you know, I'm gonna get you I brought you in this world and I'm gonna take you out. You know, because yeah. she was like, I'm not going to live with that. I'm not going to live with the public um, embarrassment because prior to crack selling and things of that nature being accepted as a social norm via the entertainment or via the music, it was looked down upon, it was frowned upon by, you know, the elders in the, in, 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 uh, in the, in the um, community. Right. It was a scourge. It was a scourge. A scourge. Was a scourge. Yeah, and your family yeah. would bear the brunt of you know of that act. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, it's still like that to a degree. But in the um, early '90s, late '80s, and whatnot, it was when the communities were still together. It was um, definitely looked down upon. So we was into the boosting, looking fly, the parties, the clubs. Like, that was where we lived. We lived in the tunnel. You know, we lived in the ark. Um, you know, we were, we were what, 17, 18 years old. So it was about living our life. Um, we were heavily influenced by the reggae, the dance hall culture. They call it the shotters cultures and whatnot, coming out of Flatbush. And Biggie Small was the artist who broke the mold and got a lot of people who were into Because remember, people don't talk about this, but uh, the majority of the people... Rap was like secondary. Everybody was into dance hall, Beanie Man, Bounty Killer, the Sound yeah. Flashes. This is a Brooklyn thing. They yeah, was into, that's what we was on. From 92 Bumble. to 94, and Biggie brought us out to dance hall, back Biggie, into yeah. the clubs. You know? And yep. prior, to his, prior to his rise, you wasn't really doing the clubs like that because the clubs were kind of rough. You know what I mean? Um, he actually civilized in a way he brought a level of, you know, um, he civility. Took, he, took, yeah. he brought a level of civility. He took dudes out of dirty hoodies, uh, champion hoodies and Tims with razors under their tongues, robbing everybody in the party. Two fives wearing, under their Tims. Yeah. yeah, two fives <laughs> under their Tims. You know what I'm saying? Sword right. fights in the club. To right. a level of people embracing, you know, now if there was a system set up where they had, you know, um, high-quality threads coming out of Africa, or high-quality threads coming out of the, the diaspora, he would have probably promoted that. But, unfortunately, they were Roman. Uh, and that was something that Puffy helped introduce, and we, we could do the history on him and some of his influences and where that came from. But you saw a merger of Uptown style and Brooklyn style. That marriage created what you know as Biggie Smalls. So he took dudes out of the grimy stage and put them into what is known as a classy stage. And he made people aspire to want to, you know, to, to want to deal with a certain kind of quality in life. Yeah. Let me you know let me I mean? say this as well, because 
when we talk about hip-hop, we've been assigned all of these different arms and segments of it. You got the breakdancing, and you got the, the rhyming, and you got DJing, and they say that there's a fifth element called the knowledge, this etherical that you don't see. But nobody talks right. about fashion. You know what I'm saying? That's fashion right. is a That's major right. driving force, point-blank period in hip-hop. This is how you could designate where a person was from. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is how right. you could designate the changing of the times. It, the fashion was one of the most important components, point blank, period, in hip hop. That's what got exported around the world. You know what I mean? You With know, the music, it's funny of course. you say that. Sorry about that, brother. Go ahead. Oh, of course. Nah, you got it. It's funny you mention that because um, I've been in the fashion and the shoe industry for almost 30 years. And. Um, okay. Actually, 26 years I've been in this in this business from a sales and marketing point of view, and that's a lecture I'll be doing later on in the summer of how sales and marketing is used against the black community. But Friday, Beautiful. March, this Friday coming March 13th, I'll be on a panel discussion at Nicholas Bookstore with the Black Dot discussing this very same thing. So, you know, yeah. like the brother said, I don't know, it's the cosmic energy or something, but it's funny that the caller <laughs> pulled in with that and you brothers just chimed in. I mean, it's just flowing, yeah. but fashion is, it, was yeah. def- it still is. It's definitely a key element in hip-hop, and that's not talked about a lot. Yeah, I mean, because I want to be honest, because we're talking and we got the sister with us, you know what I'm saying? And she's from she's from the fabric. She's cut from that fabric, and that we talk in fashion. You understand? When we're yes. talking about a level of when certain things started breaking down in in the community, what I started noticing in terms of um, you know, um, people allowing certain things in that previously they wasn't allowing certain things in. People doing something strange, you know. It wasn't even necessarily, yeah, for a piece of change. It was for a change of clothes. That's when I started noticing things had changed. When women was willing to do stuff for a pair of Dolce Gabbana jeans, when they was willing to do something strange for some DKNY, you know what I mean? That was a game changer. You know, forget about Versace. You feel me? Like, it was going down. She was like, wow. You know, and these was these not you know these people wasn't susceptible to they wasn't smoking crack rock, you know what I mean? Right. But the fashion became almost stronger than that. The same cotton <laughs> that we were victimized. Because, yeah, yeah, because we weren't we weren't selling crack. We were selling clothes to crack dealers, and I promise you, they were fiends. To cotton, the same way that the people that they were serving were fiends to what they were serving them, but they would approach us like fiends for the clothing because they were selling the drugs in order to get fly, in order to impress the shorties, in order to score. And we would we we were the person that they had to come see with everything half price off. So it would be remissive, and it would be almost. I could never sit up here and act holier than now and talk about what he did to the neighborhood and how bad of a person and how wicked Biggie Smalls was when he wrote the soundtrack to the people. We was looking up to the same people when we were growing up. He was telling you tales. He didn't go through none of that stuff. His mama told you in the in the, in the, in the documentary. He was a um a, 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 a what you call it 
a graduate from I was grad? he was a honor student. Yes. Yeah, yes. Catholic school. He's Catholic a Catholic school. He's a, he he was a genius. He was a he was a creative like we have many creatives. He died four years into his first album dropping. You would never know what he was going to become. You'd never know right. who he was gonna be. You understand yeah. the same way that Pac was. You could never right. gauge or you could never measure what they would bring to this world after four years of your catalog. So I'm not here to point fingers and act like because I'm conscious now, I'm in the community, that I have something super negative to say about somebody who I used to walk by on the, on the streets of New York the same way I would walk by everybody else on these streets. And I know that if I could transform, if I could get myself together, if I could see the light because I had to go through the darkness in order to see the light, the same way that a caterpillar would have to be enclosed or encased in darkness in order to become a butterfly, who the hell am I to judge somebody? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give you a cultural history lesson about what life was in 1993 and 1994 for the people who wasn't there and show you our mentality and what made us who we are, and that's all I can offer. Yeah, that's all I can offer, but I ain't going to get up here and and throw nobody under the bus when he ain't do, you know, he didn't do do anything wrong. He was being a creative who had to do whatever it took to get out of the hell holes of Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, where you Uh had no... Uh, uh, you did not know where you was going to get your next meal from out there. And them streets yep. was very mean. We walked through, uh, me and Rich walked through Best Out the other day, white people with their poodles, all the regentrifiers and whatnot. Ain't that crazy? Like they, mm-hmm. Come yeah. on, babe. Yeah. And all that, the new Best Out was not inviting. Million dollar, yeah, million-dollar uh, condos. Yeah. It sure you, enough wasn't. You had, to pass, you had to pass through checkpoints to get from yeah, block to block. Dollar, you understand? Yeah, $1,000 camera Absolutely. Around, our, around our neck, walking a cannon, walking through bed going to film this biggie thing. That is monumental. That would never happen in 1993. So all I'm saying Absolutely. is this. <laughs> we come from an era that doesn't exist anymore in New York. We could reminisce and talk about it, but I will never put it on one man's shoulders. He didn't destroy the. Uh, uh, he ain't destroyed nah. America. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. To have. Nah. 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 White supremacy <laughs> did that all by itself. White supremacy. You know, I grew up at Fort Greene Project, right. so, you know, I I know what it is. We used to call murder, 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 murder Avenue. So, you know. You feel you know, me? We, 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 oh, you, we you, know it. We wait. lived it. Where you grew up? Where? Fort Greene Projects. Oh Ooh. gosh, the Terror Dome. I was telling yes, somebody indeed. about Fort With Green the other real Fifty The real Fifty Cent, Killer Ben, Fifty yes, Cent, yes. the real Supreme. The, the um, Rock Kim and them the used to roll with. together. If Brooklyn, oh, you got stories. If yeah, if oh, Brooklyn yeah. had, you know how they got one police headquarters with all of the police. If Brooklyn had. A Castle Gray School with a with a uh-huh. goons who ran Brooklyn <laughs> or, or everybody was scared from it was Fort Green, the That's hardest right. projects in Brooklyn. That's right. So right, if you survive Fort Green, <laughs> and then you do the knowledge and you come out of that war or you come out of that you know you come out of that existence or that darkness and you're able to do the knowledge you're able to get information and wisdom to show you. What was the conditions that created that? Right. You you you're not responsible for that nightmare. That nightmare was manufactured and it was created 
just the set, just the fact that the projects was created as a project. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Those Absolutely. are the results of a project, right? That's a project. That that was a project yep. for the whole world to watch and witness. And to, they, they, they were social scientists that put the projects together. So Absolutely. the system made it out. It makes her who she is. She can never throw it away because she will, you know, it's centrifugal. You'll wind up coming back to that which you try to shun and throw away. Absolutely. That's why I always use my life. You know, as a teaching platform. As your you know. as your teacher, facts. Yes. 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 Yeah. So people who don't know, they didn't come from Brooklyn. They didn't experience that life. They wasn't a part of the nineties. It wasn't a part. They don't even know how it felt. It was a different feeling. There was a different energy that existed. It wasn't all bad. It wasn't all negative. It wasn't super ratchet. It, it nowadays was a little more lower energy than it was back then. You know, uh-huh. it was just different. It was a different era. It's just different. It's hard to explain. And right. the movies that they make do it no justice. It's not. Yeah. doing it justice. Absolutely. There's nothing Absolutely. that I can cinematically offer you to have you feel how, um, you know, we felt that boys and girls, you know what I'm saying, Mm. for the African Street Festival, you Mm. know, the same streets that Biggie Small come from, the same streets that Sonny Carson worked and Lumumba, and, you know, there's no separation. Everything is one. We're all part of that ecosystem. Let's never forget that. Those are our children. Yeah, those are our children. The gangster who raised me up had Dr. York pamphlets in his back pocket. Their names were Scientific, All yes. Off, Life. Justice. You understand what I'm saying? They was doing the knowledge. Scientific Life, Supreme, Knowledge. They was God bodies, bruh. They was doing uh-huh. the knowledge. They had they they could they could go in and recite the mathematics off the top of their dome. They were deeper than these Negroes out here these days. How about that? Yes indeed. But yes they indeed. They were living they was living in a jungle, in a Absolutely. zoo. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? But they had a level of street knowledge. They had some book smarts. But one thing that I appreciated about them, they brought a level of integrity and manhood and um, uh, a level of um, values to the game and a set of morals that I haven't seen displayed in the generations that came after them. Right. So right. it is it is our job for those of us who are still here to remind people of that and to tap and to tap the show because there's no such thing. People be trying to throw dirt on older people like there's something that they can't like. We they don't have nothing to contribute to the overall story, you know. Right. Right. We 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 have to sit down with our brothers from the '80s, you know, sit down with our brothers from the '70s and get that elders' wisdom. Or that old head uh-huh. wisdom, like people call it, you know what I mean? Because they had something. They they're the ones who are going to be the ones who could fix this because they helped. You know, it was broken on their watch. Yes. Yes. Mm. So go ahead. I, I hope, hopefully, yeah, hopefully that was enough for you, brother, in in regards to um, giving you some history of that era. Well, you know, it's always good to know history of enough eras, so even the ones that are seven or ten years older than me, and so you always had to ask questions, so, you know, life is funny. Oh, I, always I, got no, yeah, I, I got no trace of everything to be somewhat of a puzzle. I think I got the idea, right, but 
it's always good to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna give you a, a better a better um picture. I remember going with A.A. Rashid, you understand, to 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 Christopher's crib. He wasn't Biggie Smalls then; he was just still Christopher. Big, yeah, big crib. You feel me? And and you know, them handling whatever business they had to handle, and we bounced and went up the block. You feel me? So, this was somebody that was part of the circle by one degree. You know, this was yeah, somebody that's, that that's throughout his right yeah. Through, through his entire reign of, you know, him being on everywhere that we've seen him, it was love. To this day, all the junior mafia, love, those were our, that's our contemporaries. Those people were younger than us, and they were looking up to us, you know what I'm saying? But we held ourselves responsible in the streets. We wasn't knuckleheads. We was businessmen. But at the same time, you know, I understand where those brothers came from, and I understand what might have been lacking from, you know, their quote-unquote character that would have people look at them in a certain way that they looked at them. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, a lot of people were victimized, you know what I'm saying, by the the little things that they didn't have that led to the, the bigger, wider gaps in what they were willing to do for attention, you know what I'm saying, or how they were willing to represent themselves. You know, a lot of people got put in leadership positions that weren't leaders, True. And had to front the role. You feel me? True. So, True. And 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 you can sit back and get certain things from those people in certain in terms of, you know, the verbal commandments and what have you. But, you know, when when you're talking about generals and the dinosaurs from the eras that we came from, you you learn by watching them. You know what I'm saying? They, it's not how they. You can't quote nothing that they said necessarily. It's all about the stories we can tell you about how they acted under pressure when, when you know, when the she time came, when she got real, yeah. or how they or how they respectively ran their crew. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and, and those are the people that they're connected to a, a history that goes a little bit further, and the further back you go, you'll find out that that came from something revolutionary. You know what I'm saying? That code was passed down. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and then, you know, that goes into something older, you know, their their great-great-grandpops might have been the first people, you know what I'm saying, and and the armed forces or what have you, but they had that fighter warrior spirit in them. They was in the South fighting off crackers and everything. So, you know, it's all relative, man. We're looking at ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, all, all of these generations ahead. You know, yeah. So, so whenever I'm in a yeah. hood, I'm looking at caterpillars. I'm just looking at a whole bunch of caterpillars with the potentials to be butterflies. Because yeah. some of our greatest leaders, some of our greatest warrior scholars, some of our greatest from El, El Malik Shabazz, who was Detroit Red. Okay. Yeah. Yes. From from the 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 whole making up of Honey the uh, nation of gods and earth. The Nation of Islam, some of these brothers were heron, dealers, pimps, killers, murderers, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Brothers and sisters who came out of the system. You know, a lot of our brothers and sisters who are on the front lines doing what they do, these brothers come from a dark past. But I can relate to them because I've been there. You understand what I'm saying? And I respect them, and I can appreciate them more because they already tasted that life. They know what it's about. There's no temptations. 
you got to be wary of the square or the person who gets into this thing and they've never been there before. They could be easily led astray, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. They don't even know what right. it tastes like. They could easily be led astray, and they they yep. might be in it for that reason. They want to be known. They want to be loved. They want women. They want to. They want to be. You know. They want to be ushered in on the VIP line. They they never know what that shit felt like. They get drunk off of that. Yes. But you got people who went through that in their teenager years, and they they know that that's smoking mirrors. They know that the real power and the real thing comes from when you're helping your people or when you got your house in order. You feel what I'm saying? Or when you're able to be your own boss and you don't have to flirt with death in order to make a dollar. That's mm. that's that's gangster. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, Ooh. King. Absolutely. Let me Go ahead. Bomb myself. Goddamn. Go ahead. Bomb myself. <laughs> 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 Ooh. That's gangster. You know. <laughs> So we can't we can't look down on brothers and sisters. You know, we have to have a greater understanding about who we truly are, what we come from. We can't thumb our nose. Brothers and sisters have their degrees and they went to college. You know, they come from a they cut from a different cloth. We we have to respect each other and appreciate each other. But you can't look down on our brothers and sisters because of our our because some of us have dark pasts and things of that nature. No, that's right. not how it's done. Not at all. Right. Not in not in not in the system of white supremacy. Not coming from uh, communities where there was a goddamn chemical war set on us, or or a, or um, a, a war in the '60s with the latchkey kid programs and all of this stuff where they broke up happy homes and all kind of yes. things have been taking place. Yes. You know, we 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 out here restoring ourselves. So. However, by any means necessary, you know. Indeed. But I thank you, though, caller. And one last thank question, you. Um, and um, and, um, Dr. Okay. Ben, transition. Dr. Ben. No. Okay. No, he didn't, okay. sir. Uh, okay. Send love and light. Yeah, we yes. did. The, we did the meditation. Um, if you want to do one on your own, on your own time and whatnot, you're not restricted to time mm-hmm. and and place. You could do it. Just close your eyes. And you know, send the brother some light. See him smile. See him happy, and he will definitely be in good grace. Okay. But, All right. Good night, brother. Take care and thanks. Good night. Oh, good night. Thank good you, night. Good night. Good night, brother. And thank you too, sister. Peace. All right. Peace. 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 All right. Well, looks like that's our last caller, and um. This has been a monumental show. You brought it out of us, Keisha. Absolutely. You brought it out of us, you know? That's what happens. Yes, under these stars. Absolutely. We did it together. We did it together. Yes, we definitely did. We don't got no more callers. Let me know so I can rest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We don't have any more callers. We are... we took care of that list right there, you know. And um, like I said, we are definitely going to have you coming back on. We're going to do some promotions a few days prior, you know what I mean, to let the people know. And we're going to have fun again, you know. We're going to have fun again. And I look forward to seeing yeah, you, we're gonna see you on Sunday. Turn up. 
And I want to close out the show with that prayers with a song called The Beauty Within. This is a selection that I want to send forth to my brother Stickman and his wonderful queen who are, who's expecting um, a new child. I want to say this life. to him and his Lesson. family, a new Lesson. life. Yes. And also I want to send this out to the uh, the queens out there, the beautiful mothers, the goddesses, you know, uh, my queen, my goddess, my daughter, you know, everybody, you know what I'm saying? My mother, you know, just everyone in the family. And, um, you know, spring is coming, you know what I'm saying? We have work to do. And I just want to send, you know, I want to close it in that spirit. We, we, we get on our jobs and make this thing happen. All right? If you have any parting words, please leave it with, leave contacts with the family as well. Please do that. Yeah, let them know where they come to UAM every week. Wednesday. Definitely. We there every Wednesday in Brooklyn. That's 1061 Atlantic Avenue between Franklin and Clarkson. Every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Friday, I will be at Nicholas Bookstore with the Black Dot and um, Brother Dread. We have a panel discussion on hip-hop. Is it dead or not? Sunday, I'll see you in Harlem. April 11th and 12th, I will be in D.C. and Virginia. And May 2nd, I will be up in Rochester. So keep a lookout. I'm always around. You never know where you're going to catch me. So stay tuned. Yeah, Rochester. I saw a documentary on Rochester the other day about the infant mortality. Yeah, we need need a, a contingency to go up there and do some work. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we gotta dis- we gotta disrupt these systems. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, and that's yeah. that's why the lectures are powerful. That's why you know brothers and sisters who are stepping up are needed. You know, we we really need to um need to make our presence felt in these places and raise the vibrations and activate those brothers and sisters that are on the ground who need a little bit of instruction, who need a little bit of structuring in order for them to become the next King Simons and the next great teachers that are going to, um, you know, uh, be jewels in the community. So salute. All right. Definitely. One more thing. This Wednesday, it will be me and Queen of Four at 1061 Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn, 7.30 p.m. Who's holding on to that? Then the following week is me and Dr. Patricia Newton. Oh, you Black, cooking? No, I'm, yeah. Black I'm cooking. Black Dot is on this road, Friday brother. with you. Yeah. Black Dot is this Friday after Queen of Four on Wednesday. Yes. And you got Desire on Sunday with Abundance. Come on. Is yes. this your birthday? And then the following oh, Wednesday, we with Dr. Patricia Newton. So um, I'm wow. always on the move. I'm, I'm there every Wednesday. You never know. And then the week after that is me. And then after that is Zaza Ali. So. You know, we always on the move, so check us out every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m., 1061 Atlantic Avenue. Oh, for sure. Salute. Indeed, salute. No doubt. Putting in that work. I put a definitely smile on my face. Well, thank you, <laughs> Sister Keisha. Indeed. You know, keep shining your light and know that you have uh, some dedicated soldiers in your corner. Full right? support. Definitely, definitely, brothers. I love y'all. Salute to Brother Automatic and his. Indeed, we definitely will. We got to get Automatics up here too. I've been getting the newsletters, 
So definitely, let's, let's whenever work you're on ready putting for that me together. to get them on there, I'll make sure y'all get them on there. Okay. Yes, indeed. We'll indeed. talk about all right. it. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Yes. Very right, soon. All right. Be well, y'all. Be well yes, as thanks. well. Peace. The show is sponsored tonight, kingscounty.bigcartel, K-I-N-G, Z as in zebra, not S, Z as in zebra, K-O-U-N-T-Y.bigcartel.com, and also mypowerpieces.com. It's spelled the same way that it sounds. Pieces is spelled P-I-E-C-E-S.com. All right, love and light. See y'all on Friday. Dedicated not to America's top model, but to the natural girls right next door. Yo, yo, yo. It's affiliates, man. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Are they saying Avatar? I see you. This Hollywood world so pretentious. Every other girl got a perm or extensions, but you don't even really wear lipstick. Still, your beauty is a natural mystic. Indigenous strong, she's born from your lineage. Not what the mainstream image is. Natural hair is your heritage, but to see it without chemicals is rare as the pyramids. I was coming from the gym again, bumping Tupac, never call you bitch again. She crossed the street, melanin, glistening, felt the energy. Something about you so interesting. The prototype Eve from Genesis, ghetto empress, Nefertiti resemblance. So sweet, so street and genuine. Real black girl, I salute your existence. I can see us just kicking it, building an intimate friendship more than just hitting it. Down the earth like greens and cornbread. She don't need no weeds or contacts. Not judging other girls that got that. I'm just saying you the truth, never doubt that. Cause you got that.